Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Recorded live. Hey. Welcome, everybody. Good evening and happy new year. Let's see here. Let me get my notes here. My outline. All right. Hey, welcome to the FSCHS Saturday night, December 26, 2015 podcast. FSCHS, Freedom from Covert Harassment and Surveillance. Is a human rights organization. We help support and expose crimes directed at uh, victims called targeted individuals. Our issues are organized stalking, electronic harassment, torture, non-consensual human experimentation, and much more. Please join our efforts in exposing these organized crimes throughout the world. Okay. So we have a couple announcements. A support group meeting in Oregon will be uh, they will be getting together a meeting on January 9th 2016 they'll be meeting in Portland Oregon at the uh, public library from 3:30 to 5:30 at 4040 Northeast Tillamook Street Portland Oregon contact Amy Dale at 971 207-3401. Also, we have uh, another housing opportunity in Orange County, California. A Bernie McKerney wants to buy a home for Target, um, those seeking housing opportunities. Uh, she is looking for others interested in supporting a home for TIs. So, um, her contact information is 949 613-3152. Also, I like to mention um, our conference calls that we have available, the ones that I went to, uh, that uh, I've gotten uh, support in. Um, late night Saturday call. Linda got her own call today. Yay! Um, so she'll be doing the late night call after this one ends uh, at one four zero zero nine one. Pound. Uh, Corey has a late night call at 132-349. Sunday, we have Bella so the, at 138-200. Tuesdays and Thursdays is Karen at 130-288. Uh, Wednesday night, uh, we have a call at 139-381. And so that just gives um, our community more choices and to... Uh, um, thank you to the new moderators and those that, that have hung in there and helped um, you know, with their coping skills and shielding, um, just uh, keeping us together and operating us. So tonight's description of the call, we will um, be discussing ways the targeted community can effectively work together 
and make 2016 a breakthrough year. Um, as you know, that uh, Duncan and Hall were recently in here, and they, they both stressed the importance of education and awareness, um, the work of others and ways we can contribute individually and recognize hope. So we'll have some guest speakers. Um, uh, Linda from California, um, a different Linda, not Linda Cost, and Dave Boyd. Um, they're going to be sharing their work and ideas uh, for the future. And uh, let's make 2016 a great year for us and getting awareness and education and uh, turning this, these programs off. So uh, let's get, uh, let's work together and welcome. Board here. Okay, so is Linda, we, I said in about 6.30 uh, Pacific Standard Time. So Linda from California, uh, we talked earlier, are you, on on the call. If you are, can you hit, hit star eight, please? No. Linda, is that you? This is I. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am just hanging in there. Thank you. I, I, I hope you got some some rest. Well, actually, I was on the phone uh, with, uh, with Eric Windheim of uh, Sacramento uh, getting information about lights. And what is he working? I know you're, you're just a, you're connected in the, um, in the, um, well, your issue is EMS sensitivity. So you've—I uh, mean, I was—I was—I um, was kind of excited to find out that there's other uh, call conference calls even that you can call uh, that are directed uh, that are um, focus on on uh, EMF sensitivity. Yes, 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 yes. Let me get my notes back here. And I also am am excited uh, to have found the. Uh, the TI community and, and the wealth of information you all have. Yeah, so, so we talked earlier, and um, I, the reason why, I mean, I would like to bring it, you know, like 2016, is we discussed it being our year to, to expose this and really get involved in um, the awareness and uh, education. Now, you talked about some things that are happening in your area and how you were able to go through your officials and, 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 actually get, uh, well, rules passed or um, that uh, to that actually um, in, in, in print, uh, bold print. Can you explain that about the cell phones? So, uh, uh, I think what you're referring to is, is the uh, Berkeley ordinance that was unanimously passed uh, May 12th of this year. Uh, with which, frankly, I had nothing to do with. Uh, it was drafted uh, by a uh, law, Harvard law professor, Lawrence Lessig, that's L-E-S-S-I-G, uh, who I think spent the better part of a year writing it, and then it was presented uh, before the Berkeley City Council uh, and passed. 
with uh, the support of, of uh, several other uh, movers and shakers in the um, EMF uh, community, uh, Professor Joel, uh, uh, I've got a blank, uh, anyway, he's with the Public Health Department at UC Berkeley, and Deborah Davis, the, uh, Dr. Deborah Davis, uh, the author of Disconnect and, um, and other books, uh, who also appeared before uh, professional hearings on the safety of cell phones. Uh, the ordinance itself, what, what it was, was a uh, mandate to uh, require cell phone manufacturers in larger print the same information that they have hidden away in very small print that nobody reads. Uh, recommends that people cell phones about an inch away from their bodies. Most right, people so uh, are functioning on the uh, misinformation that uh, cell phones are safe, which they are not. The uh, radiation. So the there was an actual rule passed, and so the reason I, where I'm bringing these up is because you know together. I mean, if we can get together and work effectively as a community, uh, it does matter. It does make a difference. And uh, that's what these people have done, um, implementing rules, uh, you know, to, to, uh, to the effects of uh, the harmful effects of cell phone technologies. Uh, also, you talked to, we talked about health and uh, the smart meters. That, uh, that the court said they're going, they're in Supreme, the main Supreme Court. Um, that's right. There's a case uh, there now that's uh, waiting for uh, a decision from the uh, Supreme Court. Um, it was led. It is led by uh, Ed Friedman, who has, has, uh, has dealt with the issue of uh, smart meters and the health effects for years. Uh, they're in Maine and, and in the courts, in the lower courts. So now it's in the, the state Supreme Court, and uh, they are awaiting a, a decision. I'm, I'm sure that there's a, a lot of information on this uh, online. Probably if you Googled um, heart meters and main Supreme Court, you could find it. But anyway, uh, it initially was a, an issue of uh, health. Uh, health issues, health consequences of exposure to uh, microwave radiation from uh, heart meters, and it developed into a procedural issue, as I understand it. So anyway, but it's it's uh, hopeful and interesting that that uh, these cases are in the courts. And you said um, something about Lyme's disease, and that you actually. Uh, they had to the billboards. They had to actually pay for the billboards. Oh well, that's kind of a. Uh, I uh, I uh, once I uh, recovered from Lyme after a uh, after uh, 20 years or so. Uh, I uh, I de decided to put my energy into uh, awareness and education and support, and I formed a uh, Lyme support group and advocacy group here in Sebastopol. I called it TikTok Tuesday 
And uh, over the course of four, more than four years, we had have had over 1,300 attendees. It is huge. We have, you know, a full-blown public health uh, emergency with Lyme disease, uh, much of which is misdiagnosed as fibromyalgia, arthritis, dementia, uh, psychiatric uh, uh, manifestations. Uh, there's a, just a long, long list. In any event, and um, right here where I live, you know, in West County in the Northern California, uh, we it is just a it's optimal uh, ecological niche for ticks, and we have plenty of them. We have lots and lots of ticks, and lots and lots of uh, I'm sorry to say infected people walking wounded who are 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 uh, effective treatment is is a know, being de denied, withheld, uh, because of federal policy. So, uh, but anyway, uh, what, what I, uh, given the situation, I decided to try to do something about it, and I did uh, start going to uh, the Vector Control Board of, uh, board of Directors meetings that, uh, that actually no member of the public ever, ever attended. Uh, this was several years ago. I started going there, and then I, I got a few other people to come with me from the, the support group, and then I got a newspaper a reporter to come and, and uh, uh, attend and uh, write it up. Uh, in the meantime, they were sitting on a $10 million surplus, this agency, the Marin Alma Mosquito and Vector Control District Control uh, Agency district was uh, had you know the surplus and it was my uh, intention that they were responsible for uh, educating and protecting the public from vector-borne diseases, which Lyme is is one of. So anyway, I I started making some noise uh, and and uh, and also. I um, filed a, a grand jury complaint, just one in their nearly 100-year history. It resulted in, in an investigation, put a little bit of pressure on them, uh, enough so that, that uh, they, they did make some changes. And they have made some changes, uh, although it's not enough. Uh, but anyway, one of the changes that we did get is we got billboards. At their expense, we got radio spots about uh, Lyme disease and ticks at, at their expense, which is actually the public's expense because every property owner in these two counties, Marin and Sonoma, parcel tax annually of $155. So um, it's, it's our own money that goes that has gone for the billboards that have been put up on heavily trafficked freeways uh, that read, uh, Lyme disease is here, with a nice big picture of a tick. Oh, so anyway, that's a step in the right direction. However, I'm sorry to say that it has not has not brought about any change in the medical um, uh, treatment. Uh, you know, the medical awareness and treatment of Lyme disease, which is still being uh, withheld due to federal policy. 
And all of this can be explained on a wonderful documentary that uh, that came out recently, a, a, a sequel to the original, Under Our Skin. Uh, the, the sequel to it is um, Emergence. Uh, it explains the politics of the whole thing. So I uh, highly recommend uh, viewing that. Urgent. Right, and then and then as a result of these billboards, you said it was like the top, top out of the top ten um, clicks or visited it, it as a result of the billboards. It, it, well, that wasn't exactly the, the the top ten was the result of my getting a reporter come to our support groups and uh, interview some of the members who have ha are dealing with Lyme and go to their homes and, and, and meet their families and find out what the real life day-to-day -day consequences of having a, a chronic, you know, chronically ill person in your family, particularly the mother, when you've got children that some of these people have had to hire a nanny because the mother was so debilitated, she was unable to function as a, a mother. And, of course, many others uh, can't afford nannies. Uh, many people become all debilitated, can't work, uh, lose homes, become homeless, and end up, I'm sorry to say, in jail. I believe that there's a, and I think I'm right, there's a significant number of people who are in our, our jail uh, because they've got Lyme disease. Because it's an infection that oftentimes goes to the brain and can cause, you know, behavioral issues. I think some of our symptoms uh, as targets are, are real similar to to Lyme's disease, to EMF sensitivity, to uh, a lot of the symptoms, uh, you know, we the health uh, side effects of smart meters. I mean, so the reason why I think Linda's story is so important is, to, is her journey through activism. Uh, and uh, you know that there is hope that we can, uh, you know, get some help or, or uh, get awareness and uh, and actually help to um, implement policies and rules or legislation. So um, I think it's very important. I, I I've heard like through you know the targeting community that Lyme's disease is is, is common also um, uh, with targets. So I don't know if it's something with with you know, or uh, with a program or technology they use or something, but... Um, oh, they're both assaults on the immune system. Yes, there you go. And I, I think that the uh, exposure to the, the EMF radio frequency, uh, you know, it, it, it uh, causes the immune system to become more vulnerable to infections and all kinds of things. And vice versa. Yeah. Right. Very impressed with, uh, uh, I think, just ways that we can continue our efforts, and uh, even using other people's. Uh, we've talked about this for a long time. Their issues, and uh, just so we can uh, get in on. I mean, we talked earlier about uh, the Kennedy, one of the Kennedys, going in fighting against uh, uh, immunizations that are carrying what implants or chips or you know. Uh, Incredible. As I understand that, uh, Robert Kennedy uh, Jr. has been an uh, environmental attorney for, for a long, long time, and he's got plenty of victories, I understand, under his belt uh, uh, going after mining companies and this and that. Uh, 
but I understand what I heard on on uh, Freedom, one of your talk shows. Actually, somebody called in and said that uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. had recently led the second protest demonstration in front of uh, the CDC uh, Center for Disease Creation's offices in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, uh, recently. And of course, uh, he he wants help. Um, and what he was demonstrating against or about is uh, the right mercury in a vaccine. I think that he is um, he has been affected by mercury from the ingestion of fish that he he consumed earlier in his life from the uh, waters around uh, east east coast where he he lives. So mercury is a, uh, 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 he's, he's very sensitive to, but I I would think that he'd also be very re be receptive to um, information about um, radio frequency and, and EMF, electromagnetic fields, and TIs, given that his uncle Ted Kennedy uh, died of glioblastoma, uh, brain cancer. I, uh, Probably accurately assume is due to exposure and use of the cell phone. Go ahead. All right. I know that and just the way that magnetic frequencies are coming into people's homes, not regulated. You know, uh, I mean, we talked. It's just a huge monster. But you know, it was. I was encouraged to hear that groups are moving forward. And people uh, are, you know, trying to get these issues and, and, and make, you know, take our power back is what we were talking about. And um, that's important for us to hold sight on as far as uh, keeping us going. And um, I, I did, I, I, I kind of, I had, I took a call earlier today and uh, ironically, it was, she mentioned, um, RFID and prescription drugs, and I've done a little research on that, but uh, I got the mercury and the RFID <laughs> running together. So it's the same kind of thing. They're they're just they're organized and they're getting away with you know killing people is what they're doing. And um, so I was encouraged to hear that the other groups are um, getting a message out and and exposing these. Um, because it's just wiping us off the earth is what is what what it looks like that you know it, they don't care uh, so but uh, yeah I was encouraged with the uh, with your activism so let me see here so and we were talking um, about creative uh, creative ways there's there's a, a lot that individuals can do uh, you know you've done so much yourself you know what was uh, the distribution of uh, printing up and di distributing flyers at events, uh, you know, putting them in people's uh, car windshields or handing them out. There are just uh, yes. many, many ways that people can be educated creatively. Right. Uh, also, that uh, that other instance that you mentioned to me earlier today about the going, uh, can you talk about the going of that uh, or whatever on the side of the building? 
Yes, that was on um, Race for Extinction. And, you know, Duncan and Hall, they've, they've talked about, you know, creative campaigning or uh, creative awareness. And these people were a uh, human rights or, or animal rights uh, trying to get China to stop killing all the whales and, and all the exotic, um, you know, fish in the ocean and, and put a stop to it. A small group of people, small group of people stopped it. And what they did was they had a technology where you could um, run a, a movie on the side of a building. So it was dark out and it was downtown New York uh, Times Square. And they picked one of the buildings and did a whole documentary on the building. And people it stopped traffic. It, it, people stopped and listened. Um, very powerful uh, educational uh, fil- a movie about, uh, uh, y- you know, what's going on with uh, these countries and, and selling and, and, and all of our animals going extinct, which is basically happening to us. So, uh, you know, very creative. And you could hear sound, and, and it, you know, was for miles you could see this on this building. So um, that was really creative. And Duncan talks about uh, maybe some uh, digital skywriting. Um, we've also talked about different things that we can do too. I'm going to bring in Dave Boyce later, and he's talking. He's going to talk about what he's going to do for um, uh, awareness campaign, which is uh, really cool. Uh, the backpacking across America and, and with our issues. And I think that's encouraging, powerful. So um, I just want, you know, to talk a little bit about um, some different ideas that, you know, and ways that we can uh, get together as a community and, and work together. I don't know, maybe research and then uh, media or uh, our officials, you know, my, my spiel is, uh, is awareness. Anybody have any questions for Linda? Want to hit the, um, star eight. Uh, yeah. Do you mind, Linda? Uh, no, that's that's great. There's one other thing I'd like to mention okay. uh, while I'm thinking of it is is actually how um, I uh, we we got the, the billboards up uh, was uh, not only uh, you know some oversight and attendance and participation at the uh, board of directors meetings, but it was it was my filing. I, I did it by myself, and you know, like you can do it too. Anyway, I filed a grand complaint. Uh, because it's, it's my contention uh, against vector control because they weren't doing their job. Now, now what I'm thinking that uh, we can do, we all have all in each one of our towns and cities, we have a grand jury that, that reforms uh, and gets a new group of people to do investigations and oversight every year, uh, and then they they come out with their findings and recommendations. So. Uh, what what it occurred to me today that uh, we can do about this EMF uh, and, and RF and, and uh, PIs is that this this is a public health issue, uh, which the the people who are being paid to protect our health needs to be aware of uh, and to protect us uh, from. And so in in my uh, area that would be the county. The county public health department is being paid to uh, watch over us, so to speak, protect us from whooping cough and, and uh, Lyme disease and, and, and everything else. Uh, and uh, they're not doing the job, and they're, they're not, definitely, in regards to Lyme disease and EMF and RF. Well, then, 
somebody needs to bring it to their attention. They uh, need it needs to be discussed. So what I'm thinking is that um, that's one of the places uh, your local public health department uh, needs to be investigated. If they're not talking to you and responding to your concerns about exposure uh, to frequencies and uh, magnetic fields, uh, then they need to be investigated in a complaint. Uh, is easily gotten either online or for the asking for free. It needs to be filed to investigate why they're not doing their job. So. Uh, I think that that is just a Jim Dandy. Uh, that, that would be very interesting if a lot of people across the country, or even a few, uh, filed complaints, grand jury complaints, uh, about their local health departments and um, MF exposure. Yeah, we'd be. We, uh, one of the council members uh, that I spoke with um, talked about. Uh, you know, getting help from our um, public health and safety, you know, administrations, and and because there's nowhere to go for targets, you know, to to get resources. I mean, we go to the ER, we can't even tell them we're, you know, hit with electronics or we're being stalked or we're put, you know, we're stressed out and uh, you just can't deal with it or whatever the scenarios they set up or the electronic harassment. And um, so he and we were supposed to go back for a. Uh, Second meeting with the city administrator called the Citizens Forum, where the health department was there, the chief of police is there, um, and the uh, city council is there. But uh, but he mentioned ways to get that we can get you know find some kind of uh, help through our um, public health um, department administrations uh, because yeah they should be offering uh, and exposing and, and trying to get us some shielding for these uh, frequencies. Uh, and they know darn good and well that these uh, frequencies are unregulated and uh, and people are sensitive and being, uh, well, of course they're being um, maliciously attacked, uh, no-touch torture type of thing. But um, so I think that's a good approach, something we I don't and think we've not, tried. Not only that, if, if the head of your uh, public uh, health, if you, if you don't get any kind of a response, you know, like dialogue, if they're unwilling to talk with you, uh, or an unsatisfactory response, well, then you have the right to petition for their removal. You can form a group, and it can be it can be a very small group, frankly, uh, and a, well, a, a determined, dedicated small group can can work wonders. I've found. Uh, oh, you. Uh, Somebody knocks out a petition for their uh, a recall, and you start collecting uh, signatures. And that in itself is just a, it's, it's really a very good way to to educate people. Well, yeah, petitions, absolutely. See, these are all great ideas for. Uh, so distributing flyers, education, and 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 a petition to sign at the same time. Whether it works or not. Will work as far as you will. You will get the word out, and there are some people that you will educate. It will also get the attention of the uh, person that you're. Oh, and I it like might it. make the news. 
do things right, okay. get it in the newspaper, and possibly on the radio. There was one other thing too. Yes, thank you, Linda. That's I think that's helpful. See, these are things I don't. I've never. I haven't thought of as far as petitions. Absolutely, you gather signatures, but at the same time, you tweak people's interest. Oh, uh, you know, um, public safety health department isn't do, uh, doing their job because they're not educating people on um, radiation effects of uh, cell phones or Wi-Fi or uh, you know, things the like children. That. What about the children, yeah, the children that are, are, are more vulnerable to the exposure? Mm-hmm. So that's a good uh, people find out whether people love their, their cell phones more than their children. Well, they probably <laughs> do. Wow, yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm going to open up now. Thank you, Linda. Um, I'm going to add some people want to ask some questions. So uh, in Southeast Arizona, hi, welcome to the call. Hi. Hi, welcome. Thanks. So right now we have Linda, who's kind of involved in activism. And uh, did you have a call, a question about uh, some of her work? Have you been listening to? You have a. Um. Yeah, I just kind of I haven't been on that long, and I just. I get so much abuse from cops that I that ruined my life, and they humiliate me, and they know I'm a target, and they know about gang stalking, and they copy what gang stalkers do, and humiliate me more with the same technique and every time I try to explain this to anybody nobody believes me and they're just as brutal and vicious if not more than any gang stalker can possibly be so um, I just um, it doesn't even we we get through some questions and we could open it up for um some chat and, and yeah. we can get you some more. I know who you are. I've heard you a lot of times and I'm sorry you're still under horrific um, torture stuff. So I'll hang in there and um and it, when we open it up for um for chat open chat um come back in and let's see we can't get you some uh you know networking for you until we make you feel better. So um thanks for calling and hang in there. Okay. Hello. Hi, welcome to the call. Thank you. I just want to make sure you can hear me. Sometimes um, I have, you know, things that go haywire with this phone. So I just want to make sure. And um, okay. I don't know what the, to- the topic is tonight, but I was wondering if Corey might be around anywhere on a line on this call tonight. Oh, wow. Yeah, just hang around, and uh, I think Corey's probably around, so, yep. Um, I have something to share with him, something that he was talking about last night. Okay, well, let's try and stay on topic right now, and okay. we can certainly um, get that, uh, discuss that later on, okay? Okay. Thank you. 
Okay. How about uh, Vermont? Vermont. Welcome to the call. Yeah, Shelly, um, great ideas tonight. And uh, I don't want to distract from the conversation, but when there's an opportune moment, I just wanted to discuss, just take a couple minutes and mention the, um, the comments to about the uh, notice of proposed rulemaking for the um, you know, human subject protections are due on, on January 6th. So I won't distract now, but when you get an opportunity, I'd like to come back to that. Oh, yeah, that's great work. Thank you. I, I hope they ended up in the um, newsletter uh, <laughs> corrected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the short, new no. short version. I didn't know it was part. Of, yeah, sorry about that. So, no, yeah, no, fine. Thank you. The bioethics, so thank you very much for your activism. It's important. So there is a, we are running out of time for uh, getting our comments in. And uh, so we will could definitely come back to that. All right, thank you. Thank you. Hello, North Central Texas. Hi, you have a question? <clears throat> Hi, Elvira. Hello. Hi, welcome. Hi. I, li- I like what she say, and that is badly needed about the uh, men- about the. Uh, Health department and all. Let me tell you, I, they they have the two one one. TIs cannot go for help under the two one one. And I need medical treatment. I go into a hospital. I'm treated very badly, and I'm being sprayed very badly. And I can't. And um, so. I like that idea, and I think that we should get on top of that, you know, the medical, you know, issue. And that's what I wanted to say, and I like what what she's saying, what she had to say about that. And forgive me, but they spread me so bad that I, it keeps, it runs, it's my pain, and asthma is another thing it does to me. It's all down my throat, top of my mouth, my tongue is gone, practically. And I can't get the medical treatment that I need. So I, I would like to hear more from her, the lady that was talking at first. And thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. You you wouldn't believe what they did to me at the Salvation Army. Not only did they constantly spray me, they gaslighted me about my pain medication. And I said, the girl can't hold the, the, the medication. And I told her, I said, well, maybe you're taking too much. Maybe you need to take less. And I wasn't thinking. And then she came back again, and she did it again. And I just ignored it, and I thought about it later. They was, she was talking about the same medication I'm supposed to be on and being denied. And so I think that they were trying, they thought that I was going to either ask her for some of the medication or try to buy some from her. I don't work that way. The doctor should give me what I need for my fibromyalgia. They don't. 
So this is why what she's talking about is very, very, very important. Thank you for listening. Is that fibromyalgia? Yes, fibromyalgia. Many, many cases of Lyme disease have been misdiagnosed as fibromyalgia. Have you ever been bitten by a tick, or are there are there ticks where you are? What did you say? Where Where are you at? I'm in uh, Florida. South Florida. Are there ticks there? You know, ticks, you know, little bugs that that suck blood and can carry infection. Well, I'm I'm not sure about that part. All I know is I have fibromyalgia. I was beat up by a police officer, and I have a neck injury too, and a lower back injury. On top of all that. And the chemicals don't make it any better. It makes it worse. Mm-hmm. So, and they keep me homeless. Mm-hmm. So, if I can just get them to get the help to get into a place of my own. They have done this to me since 2003. They did it because I protested the NAACP, no aid for the afflicted carrying on protection. And they had me put out of my apartment, 55 and older. They had me put out of there, and then I got another apartment. They had they had Florida rent finders lock the door on that apartment. I was sleeping out of my car for a while, and that's when I got that place. And uh, they still have my money to this day, $1,200. You understand? That's what the NAACP did to me. And because this was done by the NAACP, this is basically one uh, a large problem of what's happening to me. Why I'm I can't get medical treatment and housing, and my family is behind of it. They NAACP. I thought there was a lady there in Florida around Tampa that was opening up housing. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. no. No, no. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go in that direction because uh, most would not like what I have to say. And I don't want to be negative. I like positive. You know, positive. I have to stay positive no matter what. And that's just a reminder of a nightmare. Would you continue about the medical, what you were saying about that? Because that is so important. What I said, you know, well, uh, actually, you know, we have a medical mafia that is it is a money-based, uh, money-driven uh, medicine, which just doesn't really for anybody except uh, big pharma and the insurance companies that deny effective treatment. Uh, even the yeah, doctors. Yeah. Even the doctors in the uh, in the, all these high tech hospitals are getting sick. They are getting uh, electrosensitive. Uh, we've got one here in town. He can no longer practice after they upgraded the the wireless technology in in one of the medical buildings. 
Yeah, essentially has had to give up his practice uh, because he can no longer go into homes. He was a hospice doc. Uh, so it's just a, a short matter of time before uh, there's greater awareness uh, uh, of, of what this uh, wireless technology, the effect that it has on human health. Uh, like I said, the hospitals are one of the worst places to be. Uh, hey, uh, but but uh, also uh, medical treatment-wise, uh, you know, if anybody wants to uh, regain and get optimal health, the first thing they do is is uh, look at their nutrition and clean up their diets, uh, remove the gluten and and a lot of the sugar from their diets because both those things cause inflammation. The gluten uh, that, that is uh, from wheat and and bread uh, that contains wheat, uh, uh, it, it it messes up the um, the small intestine so that it makes it, it gums it up so that the nutrients are unable to get the wall, the intestine wall, and get absorbed into <laughs> and, and and sugar, sugar, it just feeds inflammation and cancer. So actually, uh, the, the, the first place to start to regain good health, uh, you know, what you put in your mouth and stay, stay hydrated, um, Eliminate fried foods. Um, you know, I'm happy to say that the, there are some doctors that are spearheading a movement to take back our health, uh, uh, to have a revolution in healthcare. And, and uh, his name, uh, who's leading it, is uh, Dr. Joel Wallach, author of Dead Doctors Don't Lie and um, Epigenetics. Uh, but anyway, there's a move, movement on to, uh, you know, to reclaim our health. Um, so there, there are people out there who are 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 taking uh, back our power in all kinds of ways, and that's where you everybody needs to begin. You know that that you know your what you eat, and then also your environment. Try to protect yourself, shield yourself as you can, uh, reduce your exposure. You know from uh, MF. Medical doctors, most medical doctors, mainstream medical doctors, all they'll do is, is uh, you know, prescribe drugs or worse, surgery. Thank oh. you, Elvira. I hope I hope you're feeling better. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Uh, this is Michael in Illinois. Hi, Michael. Hi. Um, I really have to respond to that last uh, diatribe about doctors. I I don't think that uh, all doctors are like that, and I don't think all hospitals are like that. I I think there are a lot of good doctors who practice medicine that is helpful to the human race, and I think there are plenty of hospitals that are counted. Not all course. But uh, beyond that, um, if you uh, can (laughs) endure my uh, speech, uh, I I just think that uh, our whole whole, uh, focus is completely off. We need to be speaking about what's happening to us, not about uh, 
uh, doctors that prescribe uh, drugs or I think that's also pertinent. He was talking However, about uh, the, the, how we were having a movement, a health movement, that's all. Uh, I, I believe the same thing, yeah. I, yes. I understand. So it was a positive. But, uh, it, it seems to be secondary uh, at this point because what, what's happening to us um, is not going to be something that's going to be diagnosed by any medical professional. And uh, I think we, we need to uh, take uh, control of this and and take it to where it needs to be listened to. Uh, uh, there are various sources of information. Um, I, I can uh, suggest one. Um, I know of a journalist that came out with a piece on uh, NSA surveillance uh, a few months ago. He uh, His name is Kevin Williamson and uh, He's aware of the surveillance. He's not aware of the electronic torture, but he is aware of the surveillance. The uh, articles published, uh, oh, back in the summer of this year, um, uh, I was not really too surprised that not too many people seem to be uh, paying much attention to it, but uh, I certainly did. I know the people that are torturing me. I know exactly who they are, their names, and where they live. And I understand what's what involved. About, like, you know, how, how would you, what would be your suggestion of how to approach awareness? My suggestion of how to approach it? Um, <clears throat> well, uh, excuse me, uh, may I ask your name, please? Hello? Uh, who am I speaking to, please? I think you're speaking to Shelly. Hello, Shelly. I didn't know who I'm speaking to, <laughs> so I'd like to know your name. Um, I'm speaking to the whole room, actually. So Yes, I, I understand yeah. that, but uh, I'd like to know your name also, <clears throat> if I may. Yes, my name is Shelly. Oh, okay, you're Shelly. Well, good. I've been interested in uh, meeting you. Um, my approach is to make this as widely known as possible. And we can't do that by, uh, you know, I'm just so tired of hearing the face educating people because I do that on a very small basis. But you, you, you understand, I'm sure, how hard that is uh, convincing people that this is really happening. Um, very few people that I talk to about this, usually the more educated ones are willing to listen. Um, and I don't find a lot of people like that that uh, I can actually bring to the point where they start to believe what I'm saying. But um, anyway, I think we need to address this problem by talking to people that will make it uh, national news. Uh, One suggestion I have is Kevin Williamson. He is a, a freelance reporter for the uh, National Review and other publications. 
please don't be put off by thinking National Review or Republican. It's not. Um, anyway, he published an article back in the summer about NSA spying and how improper and illegal it is. And uh, But I don't think he's aware of the other side of this uh, um, situation, not the uh, spying and the uh, surveillance, but the torture. I think that's something that should be brought up. Yeah, Linda, do you want to respond? Well, you know, I think, uh, what did he say his name is? Kevin Williamson. Kevin Williamson. And if you go on the uh, web, go to nationalreview.com, and he is a uh, uh, roving reporter for that publication. And he is someone that's more willing to listen to what a lot of other people might think is so out there that they uh, won't even give it any attention. No, uh, you're you're doing a good job. Uh, you you just you just don't know who's who's listening and and how many times they have to hear something before they'll say, "Oh, right, that really is happening." But uh, you should know you should know that I have you know successfully I have a, a doctor of osteopathy that I've uh, you know I've seen for years. And she has been very receptive. I've given her books and stuff, and she is, she will support me in in uh, and has in writing uh, about uh, the electrosensitivity situation that I have. And so it's just, you know, people. It's just a matter of time until more and more people. But you're you're telling people about it, and they hear it maybe two or three times from somebody else, and then they, they say. Yeah, you know, it's it's real. Oh, it is real. And I think it's viable, and I think it's something that might work. It's just one step forward. Uh, it's not uh, the all uh, solution. But uh, you're right. If I'm speaking to you, I know that there are at least two people, and they are the two that are torturing me, and they're listening to me. Uh, and uh, if you need uh, a bona fide, uh, ask Elvira. She knows who I am. Um, she's known me for some time, and uh, she can vouch for me. So, um, anyway, uh, I think this is an infamy and a uh, abomination, and it is not what this country is about. And I think we need to fight back with everything we've got. Oh, you're right. And and that's, uh, you know, what this program is about. It's bringing people together, networking, organizing, uh, uh, putting ideas out there, and, and taking action to uh, take back our power and our health. And so... Well, you know, I've heard so much about educating people and... Um, it's just uh, too great a task to do uh, on an individual basis. So I think we need to reach out to the people that are uh, somewhat familiar 
familiar with this situation. Uh, Kevin Williamson is one guy. And uh, I think uh, um, Wired Magazine uh, printed a couple of stories about this. Uh, and they have some background. And uh, those are the people we need to uh, go to. And uh, if what we need is critical mass. We need enough people to write to, the, uh, to these publications and to uh, certain representatives. Uh, I think there are representatives out there that are aware of what's going on. I know there are. And if we get enough people writing to them or send them an email or knock on their uh, office door or whatever it takes, what we need is critical mass. Without that, we won't have credibility. I agree. I think we need to pull, uh, you know, take our power back. We need to organize as a community, pick the most effective uh, ways that we can um, get our issues heard, um, know what we're good, you know, certain individuals that are good at, um, you know, delegate to, if they're good at research, great. If they're good at they can get out of the house and, and but uh, you know do flyers or or work together. Try to organize. If you're good at organizing, you know it only takes a couple of people to um, to start a, a little bit uh, uh, to get another person involved. Like Linda was talking about, she found someone else in her community, and uh, and they were able to um, go make some noise and and get some things um, you know implemented and, and rocking and rolling, and uh, and just uh, not you know. To keep pushing forward and work together. They are the psyops is trying so hard to keep us divided and distracted. Um, so no matter what, we have to still move, um, you know, the targeted issues forward. So um, it's important that we realize that. And, uh, Shelley, um, I, I've been very curious about um, if there was any outcome from that. Um, meeting you had with uh, Arizona um, politicians. I've been meaning to give you a call or send you an email or whatever, but um, life gets in the way sometimes. Can you tell me more about that? At least we're sucking air, though. At least we're sucking air. And, um, and, you know, I I know it's difficult. Was there any positive outcome? Did they even acknowledge the problem? Linda? Yes. Yes. You want to um, tell uh, again the story that you found another person in your community, and you got you went down. I forgot what you were guys were addressing. Was it? The, the big prints in the courtrooms, or was it? Oh, oh the, uh, the, you know, uh, you know, I had nothing to do with the Berkeley ordinance. Right. <laughs> Berkeley's a few miles away, but they're a hotbed of liberalism, and then, and then, God bless them, you know. But uh, so there were other national movers and shakers that all got together there and and uh, had this ordinance passed uh, uh, requiring the cell phone manufacturers to put in large print 
the same print that they had hidden and in very small print, you know, with the cell phones, which uh, recommends that the cell phones kept uh, about an inch away from the body. So, uh, so that was that was Berkeley ordinance that passed unanimously uh, uh, May 12th of this year and drafted by a Harvard Law professor uh, Lawrence Lessig, who, by the way, was um, recruited by uh, a local leader, a woman, uh, Ellie Marks, who lives in Marin County, uh, whose husband got uh, brain cancer and uh, from the use of his cell phone uh, over a period of years and survived. And she also founded um, a tumor, a brain tumor foundation. So, um, um, just while we're talking about brain tumors, uh, there's individual victories on uh, local utilities about smart meters. Um, I think that's important too that they were able to go up against their uh, the local utilities was able to get a uh, well the, what the police called and they arrested that one woman for calling and she refused to have a smart meter put on her house. Uh, yeah, that's a great story. Uh, that happened. Uh within the last couple of years, uh, uh, a woman in, I think, Napierville, Ohio, and I th I'm sure it's on YouTube and online, uh, don't know her name, but uh, it could be found. Uh, in, in any event, she uh, opposed, she resisted, re refused, in fact, to allow the uh, utility installer to put a smart meter on her house. And so she subsequently was arrested by the local police and jailed. Well, time passed, and I guess they went ahead and put the smart meter on anyway. Uh, time passed. She got a lawyer and sued the, the police and prevailed and was uh, awarded, as I understand, $117,000, which sent a message both to the utility and to the police. I think the police will no longer uh, uh, facilitate corporate, uh, anyway, that that corporate uh, uh, agenda of the smart meters in that town. <laughs> uh, Linda, how do you spell the uh, last name of that professor, please? Oh, that is uh, uh, Harvard Law Professor Lawrence Lessig. Last name is L. Uh, as in Linda, E S S as in Sally, uh, I G. Yeah, girl. I think I've heard of him. That's right. Okay, he, thank you. Uh, he he threw his hat into the uh, presidential campaign ring there for a minute. Yes, right. Same guy. Where are you, Linda? Where are you located? I'm uh, I'm in Sonoma County in Northern California. Oh. Fifty miles north. Here. <laughs> uh, I'm in uh, Illinois, uh, near Chicago. Uh huh. Well, I yeah. guess you. <laughs> uh, I guess there's been some action going on there uh, recently, from what I read. Uh yeah, but not the uh, kind of action we need. Well, in a way, it's sort of similar. It's people. You know, again, taking back their power, you know, with the police brutality. Uh, yeah, but that's not really happening um, because the, uh, tactic, the uh, tactics 
they're using are counterproductive. Uh, yeah. So they're just creating more enemies than they are friends. Well, we've had a similar situation here uh, in in this county, and and it has resulted in uh, one of our uh, local attorneys has filed uh, four federal lawsuits to try to get the feds to come in and take over from the sh- the the sheriff Sonoma County Sheriff's Department because they're they're uh, so uh, badly uh, abusive and exploitive. Uh, I'm uh, seeing kind of a pattern there. And uh, that may be may be relevant, but um, my focus mainly is on what we're going through. And uh, I, I have a, somewhat of a personal acquaintance with the people that are doing this to me. Um, I know who they are and what they look like and and where they live. And that's one of the reasons why they're targeting me. And um, to tell you the truth, uh, I'm not that impressed. Uh, if they work for the government, I, I think we're really all in big trouble. <laughs> but... Um, Anyway. Well, you know, also, I, we're not saying that you go out and call the police or you, you know, make it, oh, uh, I, do this I, alone. Yeah. Or, 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 I think we, we need to be organized. We need to, I agree. you know, approach issues one step at a time uh, in different cities and different towns. Um, make, you know, our voices heard. That's all. Uh, yes. You know, the city officials, I think if we, if we followed up uh, with that in numbers, um, just keeping uh, up and, and then creative. Um, awareness campaigns, and then of course we're going to support each other always. These calls are going to be available, but uh, you know if you're capable, um, you know still. So no, we're not suggesting that you know you go out, you know, you you know take your power back by calling the police because that's part of the program. That's what they want you to do. But of course, can, you know, yeah. So no, I tried that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think no we all did. But um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, I figured since I know who they are and what they're doing and where they live, um, I could get some relief, but that's not the case. However, um, I still know who they are and where they live. And uh, they can torture me to death, but that's not going to change. And um, I I will avail myself of any resource that I have in my reach to fight them. And I will fight them with the last breath of my body. Um, That's how determined I am. Uh, I don't want to pat myself on the back, but I'm resolute. And um, I'm not scared. I've seen much worse. Uh, I'm not going to go into a long, drawn-out story of my life. I've seen worse. What would happen if you made their names public? Uh, not much. 
I understand there are other, <laughs> other people have court cases, and I guess that it is it is a big advantage to know who the perps are, the identity. Yeah. I, I thought about that, Linda. Most definitely. I, I have given that some thought. Only, I think, for uh, various reasons, not so much for taking the pressure off of myself, but to bring it out in the open where it belongs. So what would happen if you named them publicly? Um, in a courtroom? Is that what you're saying? That would probably be one of the better places. Yeah. Well, I think that would be about the only place because what other venue would be more productive? Um, News media, I don't trust them at all. So, yeah, I think a courtroom would be my only choice. Um, what would happen? I don't know. Uh, throw something at me. Uh, what kind of position are these people in? Are they professional people or are they no. known community? Are they... No. Well, what kind of jobs do they have? Uh, they are inside their uh, town home 24-7. 365. They're inside their what? Uh, they In their home. So they don't work or they work on a computer or something? Exactly. Well, is this their job to torture you and other people? Um, yes. Yeah, that's part of our, our as part of the organized stalking. It is very oh. organized. They've sent people to my door. Uh, I've had uh, people they know call me. Uh, one of them was uh, his name was given to me by Derek. I never called him, but eventually he called me, and I realized he was a perp. Uh, I, I just asked him not to call me again, but I wanted to do something more forceful. Uh, but um, yeah, they uh, they watch me constantly. I'm being surveilled 24 hours a day. Is there anybody <laughs> else in your area that you can talk with that are there? Oh, experiencing uh, similar? No, but uh, there is a neighbor whom I talked to about this, and she's a smart lady, and um, she gets it. And other people that I know that I talked to about this, so they can kill me 
somebody will know. Well, let me see here. Um, well, we were going to uh, ask them. Hello? A lot of noise. Hi, Florida. I hope you've got some TV noise in your background. Yes. Um, I'm sorry? Can you turn the TV down? Okay. If you can hear it? Yes. Mm-hmm. And an elaborate buffet featuring a raw bar display, chef cards, lamb and beef tenderloin, and much more. $125 for ages 13 to 20 and $50 to... Okay. Okay. Shelly, are you there? Yes. Are you there? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I see what they're doing. Right. Hold on a second. Hold on. Uh, so, hi, uh, Florida. Welcome. Yes. Uh, were the gentleman speaking for in Florida? Go ahead. Was the gentleman speaking in Florida? I think yeah. he said he's out near Chicago. Oh, okay. What and why are they targeting him? I came in late. You have to forgive me. Yeah, I didn't get well, the whole. We were talking about, uh, you know, the, we, yeah, we have Linda as a guest speaker, and she was just talking. Uh, we were discussing a variety of ways uh, to um, for uh, creative awareness and things that have worked and. Um, Maybe organizing some uh, group efforts that that uh, our targeting community can, uh, you know, use uh, approaching, uh, um, educating, and and uh, um, you know, and getting our issues out. Okay, so, so uh, yeah. are you the are you the mod, are you the moderator for the evening? Yes. Uh, what is your name? Kelly. Okay, and you've been involved with uh, Derek for a while with this organization. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, um, because you understand that there's a lot of people who are extremely skeptical about his intentions. In this okay, we're not here organization. to Derek tonight, so. I'm well, sorry, the organization, the organization. Okay, so, okay. It's, it's the well, I'm not gonna do, we're not going to get on that track, okay? Not right now, please. So, um, but they need to input. be informed. Everybody needs to be informed that this organization is a front for the actual ta- the actual stalkers, and they need to be aware of that. Okay, so yeah, we are, we're aware of the of the infiltration, absolutely. So, all right. Um, so, any more questions, Shelly, Linda? Shelly, Shelly, you can tell him that this organization is not being run by Derek anymore. So that whether it was the front or whether it's not, don't mean it is now. Does, does that mean we got perps on the line? Absolutely. You're not going to have a call without getting them on the line. That's why their job is to disrupt everything. That is correct. So, yes. Thank you, Kenny. Thank you for yeah. that. Um, we are, I, I did want to mention, too, while we're on that subject, on a, on a positive note, uh, we are um, working very hard to provide transparency, and we also have short-term and long-term goals that we will be um, presenting to the community. And... Uh, you know, trying to work on turning these uh, programs off, period, you know. So um, swim through uh, the divide and the, and the um, destruct uh, the disinfo campaigns that they, they've been pretty successful in keeping us busy, uh, you know, in each other's, um, uh, you know, negativity. So 
I, I want to stay on track and move and move this forward. Move, let's just keep moving forward. Um, so hopefully we can put those to rest and and get back on track. Thank you. Vermont, you have a question? Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. So, Shelly, this is Carl again. I just wanted to uh, get my plug in about the um, – uh, I'm having trouble reaching people. I don't, I don't know how to do it. But I want to implore people to please submit a comment to the Department of Health and Human Services at a minimum. There are other departments about the notice of proposed rulemaking for um, the federal regulation for the protection of human subjects or the common rule. And I just want to emphasize that, as Norman Ravin has been telling us, this regulation, it only changes about every, the last time I think was 1991 when it was introduced. So about every 20 to 25 years, we get an opportunity to say, this is what's wrong with the regulations. And for people who don't think that this is part of human experimentation, I just wanted to mention, Darlene Miles has told us about Directive 5, DOD Directive 5240.1-R. And that directive says that the Department of Defense can engage in human experimentation for intelligence purposes. They're supposed to comply. <laughs> with the common rule. There's also um, in moral science that, uh, came, that was published by the uh, Bioethics Commission, I believe, in 2011. The CIA responded to Dr. Gutman and said that 100% of all CIA human subject experimentation occurs in the United States, not abroad, but in the United States. So I just want to emphasize that, again, Norman Ravin emphasizes that this is a legally consequential matter for human subjects and human beings. So uh, there's a little, there's a blurb in the newsletter, and we have a letter ready for anyone who wants to use it. Preferably, they'll modify it. But that letter can be sent in to the Department of Health and Human Services and even if people don't feel that it will make any change, that it will help us, I just want to emphasize the more comments we get on the record, there's a notice of proposed rulemaking. In the proposed rulemaking, there's a process. And first you get all your comments on the record. Now, if they ignore our comments, but our comments account for 10 or 20% of all comments, if they ignore us, then they have to explain that. And as part of this notice of proposed rulemaking, you can then sue the government if they ignored all of our comments. So at any rate, I don't want to dwell and go on and on about it, but I just want to reach people and say that this is so important and we only have this opportunity very rarely. And it does impact all of us. Um, so please see the newsletter. There is a link to Norman Robbins website. All comments, there's a link to the Notice of Proposed Rulemaking, which itself has a link to Department of Health and Human Services for submitting your comments. We're also circulating a letter to anyone in interested in it. The uh, email address for Kate Ryan and myself, Carla Smith, are in that newsletter. So 
the, that's all I'll say. I just wanted to get that out there. Thanks for listening. And um, I just wanted to echo one thing that Linda said, and that is about going gluten-free and no sugar. My nutritionist also says the same thing. For those of us whose guts are impacted, and many of, of us are, uh, going gluten-free will reduce the inflammation, so will uh, eliminating sugar. Anyway, sorry, thank you very much, Shelley, for letting me speak. Hey, Shelley, can I speak for a second? Go for it, yes. Thank you. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, we, we went to the BioX in 2011. It didn't do any good. Most people say it didn't do any good, but they still everything we said is still on record there. So I don't know Carla personally, but anybody that, that don't stand up now and get their name on the record, they got no, they got no complaint coming later. They need to all send in anything they can to let them know, again, that this is happening. Even though we did it in 2011, I was there. So they don't say it ain't going to do any good because if we don't do anything, we know it don't do any good. So I appreciate anybody that wants to sign her letter and get it in that they should. They they got an obligation to do that. And that's all I'll say on that. Thank you, Ken. And just to emphasize that, we're referencing the Bioethics Commission's testimony. And that can be used because in this uh, notice of proposed rulemaking, it came about in 2011 with the announced proposed rulemaking. And in there, some of the TI's comments are there, which we can reference. So even if we can't use it someday, somebody can use our record. So thank you. You're last, yeah, Shelly. Um, this is uh, Michael. I'm just curious if that, um, what Carla was talking about, if there's a certain profile that they uh, – I I don't have any idea. Okay. Just human experimentation is there are loopholes in the existing common rule, and not only are those loopholes remaining, they're proposing adding eleven exclusions and eight eight exemptions. And in those exclusions, one is intelligence surveillance activities. Another is criminal justice activities, yet Department of Justice is engaged in directed energy weapons research. You can look that up on the Joint Non-Lethal Weapons Directorate website, and it says it right in there in their own brochures. So if anyone thinks that we're not impacted, we are. It's very important to get your comments in. Thank you very much for all your work. I think it's important. Um, I didn't. I didn't think of it like that. That it was an actual record. You know, ding, ding, ding. It, the light right. does come on to once in a while. Yeah, because yeah. imagine if a thousand, if a hundred of us put comments in, we could represent ten or twenty percent of all comments. If every member of FFCHS put a comment in, we could represent well over, you know, twenty percent of all comments. And if they ignore twenty percent of comments who say, "I'm a victim of." weapons testing or, you know, and or non-consensual human experimentation, then we have a record to go back to and say, how could you ignore all of this? Whether or not it works, I don't know. But if we don't say anything, certainly nothing will happen. And now it will get worse because they're going to exempt basically classified research. 
Sorry, well, I get very it's all, cla- it's all classified anyways. I mean, uh, yeah. exempt classified. So they're included now into what's acceptable for uh, Humans Protection Act is that they can uh, because there are clauses and there are uh, exceptions too. Yeah, they don't explicitly exempt classified research, but by exempt by excluding. When I say exclude, I mean no oversight whatsoever for intelligence surveillance activities. That includes classified research. No oversight for criminal justice activities. That that basically uh, excludes some classified research. And then uh, if they're also going to exclude public surveillance activities, again, I think that that will impact people as well, Medicaid, Social Security. You know, I'm not an expert, but that's my belief that some of those things will be impacted as well, and that's why we have to speak up. Even if they say go away, we don't want to hear from you again, it's our response. You know, we as the victims shouldn't have to read these regulations. It's hellacious to do so. However, we have to read the regulations. We have to say in an articulate, educated manner, this is what's wrong in the regulation. This is why, and this is what we propose changing. And so, and if anyone has a credential, PhDs or masters, any kind of degree, nurses, doctors, put them in your letter, and that can shouldn't make a difference, but it does. Thank you. Thank you, Shelley. Nebraska, you have a question? I do. Um, and by the way, I happen to be a nurse. Um, oh. I'd like to know how you, how do you get, how do you uh, accomplish getting these comments? Where do you find it? Um, um, how, do, how do you make it happen? Okay, so in the newsletter, if you have that, there's an email uh-huh. address for Kate Ryan and Carla Smith. Uh, I know Kate is out of town right now, so if you send uh, Send me your email. I will send you a sample comment. I'll send you the mm-hmm. uh, link to where to send your comment, and uh, you can take it from there. Can I just give you my email? Yes. Um, bear with me. Yes. Go right ahead. Um, Nurse, John- Nurse Johnson 63 at Gmail. Nurse Johnson 63 at Gmail. I will yes. send it out to you tomorrow. Thank you very much. Thank you. And if anyone wants my email address, it's Carla with a K, Smith. Tomorrow if I email you. Go ahead. Tomorrow if I uh, email you, you'll send me a sample of what you've written, and then I'll go ahead and uh, redo my own comments. But I'd like to see your letter before. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I'll do that. All right. I'll I'll do that. And it's Carla. You. You're Carla, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm Carla. And right. and uh, thank you, Carmen. My email address is Carla with a K, Carla Smith forty one at hotmail dot com. And back in okay. September, Megan introduced this topic to us, and we it's very serious. So thank you very much, guys. You're welcome. Bye bye. Thanks for meeting me, Shelley. Carla, I was. This is Linda. Um, I was going to ask you to send me that, but I can send you another email tomorrow for 
for to get that information from you. And thank you for mentioning this because we all need. I, I I'm not sure we all knew exactly where to go to do this. So I'm glad you're okay. mentioning this. Very cool. Thank, thank okay. you, Linda. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Cool. Thank you so much for doing so much work on this. My God, I know you've been working on this for quite a while. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. North Central Texas, you have a question. Yeah. I was wanting to ask if uh, Dwight Malcolm or Magnum, Dwight Magnum, you out there? He's in here. He is? Mm hmm. Dwight. Hey, Dwight, are you? Uh, he's on the computer. Let's see if he calls in. Uh huh. Here, let me see. Can you start yeah. eight, Dwight? Yeah, I have a question. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, Dwight. Hello, Dwight. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, hi. Uh, I I was wanting to get with you on some grounding techniques and the how do you pronounce the magnets, the nicadium or whatever. Neodymium. Yeah. Yeah. Just neodymium. Yeah. Just shoot me an email at uh, Dwight D W I G H T. Uh huh. Dot. Mangum, M-A-N is in man, G-U-M is in gum, at att.net. Place ur- urgent in the uh, subject. Well, what I, uh, I my, my main concern is I'm not good at emailing, communicating, uh, in sentences by email, and uh, is it possible to acquire your phone number to where I to where I could get some instruction by phone, or, or through your uh, website? If I get to your website, can you relay the phone number off of your website uh, to me personally? You got Facebook. Uh, yes, my wife does. Okay, just mess, uh, PM me on Facebook. Wait a minute. Uh, let's see, if you're not a friend, how does that work? The PM gets stuff somewhere else, doesn't it? No, I don't think so. I don't think so anymore, Dwight. I think they all go to the person directly. Yeah, yeah, just shoot <coughs> me a P- PM on Facebook. and uh, A PM? What is a, what is a just, PM? Just, just a personal message. Oh, oh. Uh, through the Dwight Magnum at uh, or Dwight Magnum dot att dot net. All right, that's the email. Uh, if you want to talk to me and you want, to, uh, well, I can shoot you a phone number back. But the thing is, uh, it would probably be better if I called you. Shoot me an email with your phone number. Oh, okay. And, and that would probably be better. Right, right. I'll do that. And and uh, I, you know, the magnets. Uh, how do you spell that uh, word? Uh, the type of magnet again. 
Yeah, you want to go go to Google and search for applied magnets. Hold on, just a minute. Just a minute. Applied, yeah, applied magnets, and then you'll look for a URL that says magnets for less. You have to to search for it that way because if you don't, if you put in magnets for less in the search, it takes you to some other search site. I I don't get it. (laughs) But anyway, the company's named Applied Magnets. Applied Magnets. Yeah, they probably have the best prices. Right there on the left, when you get to the screen, you'll see on the left there's a directory like you want to pick. Uh, the first one, strong neodymium magnets. And then say, the first say, the, say the name again, neodymium. Neo. N-E-O. Neo. Spell it out, please. N-E-O-D-Y-M-I-U-M. Right, dymium. Let's see, I'm not at my desk. Neodymium. Neodymium. N-E-O-D-Y-M. D-Y-M-I-U-M. Neodymium. Neodymium. Yeah, you, you Neo, don't see it on the Neo. way. Don't worry about don't worry about the spelling. Just go to the website. Yeah, you'll see it. Yeah. You'll see it written out there. It's the only uh-huh. thing. You only have two kind of two or three kind of magnets, and there's uh, right. uh, neodymiums are rare earth magnets. So rare, rare earth. Yeah, you want to pick the first one. Says strong neodymium magnets. The first one under that says block, uh, cube or rod, and then you want to go to the bottom of that page and look for a square block. Holes on the side, uh, flat sides. In other words, you want it to lay on you. And, and I found that the uh, flat square ones are the best. And you uh-huh. want one. I, I'm going to have to drop down to 350. I'd say 350 to 500 would be good in that range. I normally say 400 to 500 because the one I used was about 490. And and you got to keep looking. If they're not there today. The stock changes uh, every other, uh, every two weeks, I think, and the prices also change. Uh, rare is, earth, that, is that the pounds that they're capable of lifting? That is the pull force. Pounds pull force. The pull, pull force. Right. Okay. Okay. And you only want to get one because uh, that is a very strong magnet. You're talking about. Uh, lifting 400 pounds off the floor. If you can do that, you can remove it from whatever it's up to. Um, if you can't, then you take that out of the box in your bedroom. You put it in the middle of the bed. You stuff it in a, a heavy-duty sports sock and until all the socks are gone, you know, bring it around, drop it again. It's only going to be maybe 6 by 4 by 2 or 6 by 4 by 1 or, you know, the size varies on uh-huh. the... On the N rating, you also have an N rating. N forty two being being uh, on the weak side, and N fifty one being on the strongest side. So uh-huh. when you when you look at a magnet and you're shopping for a good magnet, you want to look at the pull force and whether it's a good earth, rare earth magnet or not. Really, I recommend anything from N forty two to N fifty one is good. 
I've got another question and uh, about grounding. What do you put against your body to touch your body for a good connection for the ground? What material or fabric is touching you? I use the heavy-duty aluminum. And and uh, is it aluminum foil or? Yeah, yeah, heavy-duty aluminum foil is the best, uh, cheapest uh, metal you can get right now. And it might mangle up. You just pull it off. Uh, you wrap a new piece on there when it gets mangled up. And, and really, it's against your skin. You can't feel it. I wear mine all night long. Whenever I'm sitting uh-huh. at the computer, I just stick it in my waistband. I never know it's there, but I know it's, it's doing its job. Oh, it's around your, a piece of it around your waist? No. Uh, you skin eight inches of the wire. You twist the tw- tines together. You tear off eight inches of heavy-duty aluminum foil. You place uh-huh. the wire on it, and you start folding it into a two-inch, three-inch square until you have a long, rectangular, eight-inch-long aluminum foil. Then you turn it end one-third of the way. You fold it over one-third of the way from the end and then fold it again until you have a two-inch square by four-inch, maybe. And then you flatten it. When when you roll it over like that, it holds the wire in place. Yeah. And gives you better contact. Then you flatten it as flat as you can get it, and it'll go pretty flat. And then you just stick it in your waistband against your skin. You can get a, uh, a sweatband for your uh, a tennis sweatband or a headband. Put it around anything, your ankle. You can put the sweatband around your ankle, put it in that. Whatever right. Whatever right. for you. I can put that it sounds in my, good. Uh, that sounds very good. And, and it does the job. Uh, you'll not only reduce the targeting to, well, I, I don't get tortured anymore. I still have the B2K, but I have, I, they can't torture me anymore. Uh, and, and, again, it has a lot to do like everybody before me that spoke tonight, I, I was listening, and everybody talked about nutrition, and everybody talked about, uh, you, you know, what you put into your body is what you end up with, you know, drinking good water, keeping your body at, at the right pH levels. Uh, <clears throat> but there is no better antioxidant than grounding. Hey, um, just a second, just a second, Dwight. Um, before we open it, I'm going to open it up here, and we're going to get back to the, some other things and, and let you and people ask questions. Um, people wanted me to uh, announce the the conference calls that I I mean I have uh, I have uh, gone to as far as uh, networking, and uh, um, tonight oh I got to find my paper now. Okay, here we go. So let's see. Tonight, late night is. Uh, Excuse my rattling, you guys. Sorry. Hi, I'd like to ask Dwight a question. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, hey, I'm sorry. I I, I got interrupted there and had to go to mute for a minute. Uh, uh, but 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 everybody was talking about nutrition. There there is no better way to antioxidant or get rid of the free radicals 
Uh, everybody says free radicals, free radicals. What's that got to do with us getting targeted? The free radical in your body, if you read up and do the research on it, they're nothing more than tiny magnets. Now your body has the capability of holding a bigger potential, electrical potential, than the human body was meant to hold. So now you're walking around, you notice all these static shocks, you reach for something and you get shocked, static charges. Uh, and the more free radicals you have, the, the more damage it does, and they just multiply. And You know, everybody's walking around in existing electrical fields, even in your home. It, it, just being in your home, you can be induced electrically. If they can send signals or Internet over the power lines, they can send any signal. Uh, and, Dwight, I just wanted to ask you, what does that 500-pound uh, magnet do for you? Oh, it, it, uh, well, if you do the research, uh, I found this interesting because uh, I already had the knowledge to go for my defenses, and I already knew that things would interfere. Uh, I, I'm an electrical engineer to start with. And, you know, you can search for these signals all day long as a target. You know, if you don't know what's ambient or already in your airwaves, this, this is endless search. Anyway, uh, as being an electrical engineer, my thoughts were always on what can I do to interfere? If I can't stop it, what can I do to interfere with it so that I can defeat it and get some control back? And you will get control back if you do the my three pronged defense is if you're really getting bombarded, you need to use the blocking some kind of blocking material and i, I recommend reflectix is the only way I could get to sleep uh, I tried I found, it. once I found that it helps a little. you have to put it under you and over you, so you put one sheet under your bed sheet and then you make you a box over you and it 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 was much better than the emergency blankets because those things were terribly hot. Uh, you couldn't get them up off of you good, but uh, Reflectix, you can just build you a box over you. And, and that helped me gain gain on my sleep when they were hitting me with the sleep deprivation. You know, I got a little extra hour and a half out of it anyway. But uh, That's right. What did the uh, magnet do for you? But now, I don't block at all now. Uh, I, don't, I, I didn't use any blocking uh, for a year before it finally stopped altogether. But the, the magnet, you have a probably 20,000 gauze field emitting from that magnet. Now, my theory is that if you have an implantable device, you may be messing with it, a MEMS, that's M-E-M-S. Uh, uh, MEMS is a little IC circuit or nano circuit. Uh, or if you have uh, any kind of implantable electronic device, these strong magnets will damage electronics. So you do not want your cell phone around them. You don't want any hard drives, computers within three to four feet of this thing because the galls, uh I measured it, it, it came off three foot of each pole of this magnet. So you're laying in the bed with it. It is interfering with any 
frequencies or signals coming in because now it has to break through this magnetic field and it gets scrambled. So my That's theory the was, uh, how big a magnet you got? Oh, two or three hundred pounder. I get a strong uh, reading that'll bury the meter a foot away from it, and I put it under my pillow, and it doesn't do anything for me. No, don't put it under your pillow. Take it and put it in a heavy-duty sports sock. Is it flat? Block yeah, it is. Look. If it's flat, no, it's it a block, yeah. Okay, put it in a heavy-duty sports sock. Drop it again. Bring the toe around. Drop it again. And place that thing anywhere on your body where you feel a muscle spasm, uh, electrical tingle, any of the TI torture tricks. Put it on there. It'll stop it. What about uh, the V2Ks? to stop that? No. Like I said, I stopped everything but the B2K, and I've reduced it down to such a low level that it doesn't even bother me anymore. Um, because okay. I've okay. reduced... I, you guys, hold on I've, a second. Hold on. I, before we go off our topic into, and we answer questions, hang on just a second. I am going to... Um, uh, there's a couple things I want to uh, talk about before we start answering questions and, and, and unneeding the room. Um, so hang on. Bear with me, you guys. Um, okay, so people were asking for the conference call information again, and uh, so late night, the, the Linda has her own call now, and that is one four zero zero nine one. Start at about oh, I don't know, eleven forty-five after this call has ended for extra um, networking. Corey's call is uh, also tonight at one three two three four nine. Sunday night, Bella has a call, and this is, these are all same time, start at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sunday nights is Bella at 138-200. Tuesdays and Thursdays is Karen's call at 130-288. Then there's a call on Wednesdays, and that room number is 139 381. Okay, and also um, before we open it up, um, Dave Voice is supposed to come in and uh, and talk about his uh, what he's going to be doing um, in the next couple months. Um, but he's in with family, so I'm going to briefly. Um, I'm pretty excited about it, and I think it's incredible that he's going to do this. Um, he's planning to walk across the country wearing a backpack billboard from BackpackBillboards.com. He's going to train for the next three months. He's going to start in April. He's going to provide updates. Uh, he'd like to um, you know, get uh, different plugs for, you know, uh, just keep us uh, up to date. And he also wants to stop along the way to these small towns and, uh, um, and talk with uh, officials and, and, uh, and just educate people. He's going to walk across the United States. Uh, with our cause on his back, and I think that is incredibly, um, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, powerful. So uh, good for him. He's, he'll be in next week um, because of the holidays, and uh, I, to learn more about it, I think um, that's awesome. So I wanted to mention that, and now I will open up the room, and uh, so that we can. Um, and thank you, Linda, for coming and joining us. Thank you so much. Appreciate the, your um, ideas and, and ways that, you know, that, that, like I said, we can start coming together more 
and, and focus on some ideas that uh, get our issues out there. And um, let's get this, uh, let's be heard and uh, be part of something uh, because they're just going to continue doing what they're doing anyway. So if you're Thank capable, you, if you've got a voice, let's, let's start, let's do it. We were doing it, ma'am. Yeah. Excuse me? Uh, Dwight was explaining what the Magnum was doing. Right, right. And mo so, most of the TIs out here are very pleased to see that we have a cross-country walk. At the same time, we need technical knowledge to fight these things. Right, but Dwight, and Dwight, Dwight's great about that, but I, you know, this, uh, Dwight's, uh, yeah, so you, you know, Dwight's been on the calls. Uh, he's on some of the other calls that I mentioned. Uh, he is uh, definitely, uh, we've all, we're all, um, uh, we all need to know about shielding, absolutely. So sorry to cut you off like that. But uh, so now I'm going to open up the uh, call. You can continue your um, questions. Hopefully, keep in mind there's a, a quite a, lar a large amount of people on the call, so to give everybody a fair amount of time uh, to talk and maybe bring up some of their issues. Some people are suffering, so go ahead. Thank you. I was hoping Dwight could continue and explain uh, the value of that magnet. Uh, yeah, real briefly, because I, I really ha I have a company and I have to go in another room when I, when, uh, I hear something. But anyway, the, the magnet is putting off a gauze, an electrical electric field. If you, if you go to YouTube and you look for Penny Vista, that's spelled A-P-N-N-I-T-W-A-I-T-T-E. It looks like, no, it's uh, W-I-T-T-E. It sounds like we have some interference going on now. Yeah, anyway, if, if you if you look up uh, YouTube, Henning, uh, W-I-T-T-E. He used to have white TV, but uh, his name's pronounced Vita. He's, uh, I think he's a professor out of uh, Sweden. Uh, uh, but anyway, he, he uh, looked for one on mind control, and the screen will be, he's got a lot of videos, but he's got one on mind control, and the screen will be uh, kind of beige, and he's in a beige room, and the, the first shot of the video is just him at the uh, pulpit up there. But anyway, it's a long video, and he gets technical, but right in the middle, he starts talking about uh, magnetic waves and if these are possibly scalar waves, which is a biological scalar wave, uh, they're closed-loop waves, and so are magnetic waves. Magnetic waves are closed-loop waves. They go out from the magnet and back, so they have a closed fields. They definitely do interfere with signals because that's, in my defense, to get to where I am today, I used everything, and I was also doing audio forensics while I was doing these experiments. What upset them the most? Uh, you can record your perks. Uh, you can put it on a program, and you have to blow the sound way up, and you have to clean it. And uh, But you can hear it, but I don't know if other people can hear it. Uh, it's the problem because they found implants behind both of my ears. Uh, 
I do have medical reports that now say that I am a targeted individual, uh, that I do have live microcircuitry on a SCADA network operating within my body. What type? Uh, also, Say again? What type? Nanotechnology what? covers what type of circuitry? Because nanotechnology, uh, it's, it's, in true definition, that. is all the circuitry that you would find inside a microchip. So you have to okay. be definitive. Well, what I heard in my audio forensics was it was a cactus device. I saw so, that. So I've made a, uh, I made a video and said, you know, what I heard, it's on my YouTube channel, where I said we put a cactus in his right sh- shoulder. That's a very advanced Actually, above his right shoulder. I put question marks by cactus. And I said, what the hell is a cactus? Six months later, I'm sitting at my desk at BMW. I get EDN, Electronic uh, Design uh, News. It's an engineering publication. If you want to see the page about the cactus semiconductor chip, uh, go to Google, type in the science fiction future of medical implants is here. That is I think I have a picture science, of that cactus the, Yeah, the science fiction future of medical implants is here. Look for a URL that has EDN in it, Electronic Design Network. Go to that page. It'll show a scroll down. It'll show a block diagram of what it's doing. Scroll on down. You'll see the device, and it'll have labeled what the circuits do. One of them is a brain uh, sensing circuit. One of them is a neurostimulator. The other one is communications, power supply, power harvesting, Everything is labeled on that page. And anyway, this little device just has to be attached in your neck at the vagus nerve. It seems like a simple thing. Uh, I don't don't know. uh, Anything that they put into your body, such as an implant or even an RFID, as soon as it is trickled or activated, with a little charge, uh, the way the most RFIDs work is first uh, it's scanned, which gives it the charge to flip back the information. In other words, they're passive devices. They don't hold a charge. The way other implantable devices work is they harvest power from ambient frequencies in the air. And that's why in my book I, I talk about close clock proximity blocking. That's using the metal repair tape from Lowe's, which is aluminum, on a pair of tight long johns in suspected areas that you think would affect you. Let me give you an example. In the beginning of my attacks, my blood pressure was going off the charts. I was having to go to the emergency room once a week. I learned about the close proximity blocking So I went out and got me a pair of tight long johns from Walmart, a size lower than I'd normally wear. Got me some tape, and I put it on my outer hips because when I was attacked, I had injection marks on my outer thighs, right between the knee and the hip, right on the outside. I covered them with the tape, 
I did not have any more blood pressure problems ever again. And I wore those things for about two to three years. Uh, that's just to give you an example because uh, everybody says, well, I haven't been implanted. Well, I haven't been implanted. Well, you don't know what happened while you were asleep. Yeah, I had an operation uh, in 2008, and they mistakenly installed a cochlea implant. So what I have uh, was installed during a sinuplasty. So what I have is a, a very serious problem with a very advanced microchip. And in January, uh, I'm going to head to the hospital and have it taken out. Well, what I, that, I was that one was, that one tactus semiconductor device attached to your vagus nerve can send signals to any point of your body. If you look at charts about body frequencies, it can put them frequencies out and they will go to that point of the body. You will think you're being attacked all over your body. Uh, Where is that nerve, Dwight? The vagus nerve comes down the, uh, from the brain, straight down past the uh, throat and splits off in the chest. But... Uh, it, it runs right down both sides of your outer neck near your uh, jugular veins. Okay, so the spinal cord feeds? It comes off the spinal cord? or No, it's out of the brain. Okay. Are you, uh... Uh, so what just, point... just, just go on the Internet and look up uh, vagus nerve, and you'll see where it's at. Uh, it comes right down off the brain. I mean, it goes down the neck and I think it divides off somewhere right up right at the shoulders. Well, then why would they be start to be you? You're certainly extremely intelligent. But, but anyway um, but anyway guys I gotta go and, and we'll let somebody else talk for a while and uh uh, but for protection, you, you need to do the uh, uh, the main things you need to do is hurt yourself. You get rid of the potential, to get rid of the possibility of your body holding those charges that they are using against you. Yeah, uh, earthing earthing will do that, uh, and it'll also drain any instantaneous attack. What? You know, out of any of the defenses, I would say earthing would be, would be my number one because I don't block anymore. I don't cover myself at night anymore. As long as I got my earthing device on, I sleep like a baby. Uh, and plus the health benefits. I can't. I cannot knock the health benefits. I just can't. It's better than Obamacare. Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, uh, the earthing device is those magnets, correct? No, no. The earthing device is getting on a good ground, your ground rod of your home. It's being able to live in your home uh, securely using your uh, ground rod that's in your electrical circuit. Now, all houses built after 1965 had to have a three-wire uh, system, uh, a grounded three-prong receptacles. Uh, again, you can get the little... Uh, receptacle checker at Walmart. Go to the uh, 
home electrical, look for a little plug-in device with three diodes on the end of it. It's about $4 and something, $5, I don't remember. Uh, take that home with you first. See if you have good receptacles. If you do, it's got a little chart on it. It tells you, uh, I think, two yellow lights means you've got a good good uh, ground. You've got a, a good s- system. Now, when you make your earthing devices, uh, remember, you do not ever use the top portion of your receptacle. The two flat blades, you do not use them. Your plug, if you make this for yourself, you'll remove the hardware for those two flat blades. If you're cutting up an old extension cord, you'll cut those blades off. Never stick anything into the two flat slots of your receptacles in your home for anything you're going to put on you. And also remember that the electricity has to be a closed loop to work. It has to have a beginning and an end. Once you put your earthing device on, you are half of the circuit. You do not want to get uh, near any live circuits. Uh, You don't want to take it in the bathroom and uh, use the hair dryer. You know, you just keep your earthing device for when you go to sleep or when you're sitting in front of your computer or TV. You don't use it any other time. Any other time you take it off, you're not tied to this thing. Don't act like you're tied to it. If you steadily use it, you will reap the benefits. They're not fast. It's not nothing that's going instantaneous. Now, one thing I did notice, it's instantaneous against those harsh attacks. It will get you out of those harsh attacks, but it will not stop. It takes time for your body to balance out those free radicals. You got to start eating good uh, and and use just sleeping with your earthen device and use it in front of your computer uh, or anytime you're sitting around your home because you're in an electrical field right there. If they're using our home circuits and they're doing this you will be protected. Uh, But yeah, I I would say to earth yourself, I'm almost done with the slides. Uh, Shelly, I I, I should just, uh, let's see. hmm, Is there a site somewhere on the FFCH site where I could just put these slides and anybody that wanted them could get them? I would like that. Great. I would like that, too. Uh, do you know if that's available, Shirley? Uh, run the, run the what site available? I'm sorry. Uh, is there anywhere on your site where people could download evidence or help? Or, or I think... I mean, download you know, evidence? I'm, you mean download your stuff? You, you mean that, you, you know... You know, uh, well, what I've got, I've been sending an email out. And I've been sending, attaching uh, 49 to 50 pages out of my book. Emails won't take more than 50 attachments from AT&T. But anyway, in an email on my defenses and the theory behind them and why you're doing it and links to prove those theories, that's what I've been sending out in my email. But uh, if there was somewhere I could just put all those pages 
and I got more than 50 that I could put out with different, you know, illustrations on right. how to do things. Right. Hey, Is that Dwight? how you're talking about pictures? We could see the pictures of or demonstrations in photographs, Mike, or yeah, slides? Yeah, that would yeah, yeah, be so good. Yeah, I'm talking about step-by-step step instructions. Yeah. That hey, Dwight? Great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is Keith, and um, and of course, uh, some of you know that I've been working on this uh, registry product, uh, a registry uh, for the TIs. Okay, and uh, the, the site I have right now is um, is tisurvivor.wordpress.com, and that this is just the uh, basically the um, uh, that I'm going to use this to basically build it, and then it's going to be. Uh, I'll have another site that I'm working on that's going to have a lot more bells and whistles. But this is a WordPress site, and I'm going to put you. Uh, I'm going to send you an invitation uh, as um, as an author uh, to this uh, to this website. And, uh, sure. and I've already, I've already got some articles and what like that on there about you know the things that I write about the organized stalking. But you'll be able to post anything that you want uh, as an author. Uh, if you want to post videos or articles or anything like that, and uh, you'll have your own dedicated access to this. And, now, I'm going uh, to have to give uh, props to Dr. Robert Duncan because he sat with me and a few others in a uh, physics chat and said he, you know, he felt bad. You know, I, we were talking about his engineers and all uh, how you have to sign. Uh, confidentiality agreements, and, and if you say anything, you know that or leak any information, you can get sued and all that. And, but he he gave me enough because I sat there with a pencil and pad and wrote down every topic that was discussed. Well, the best back. way to ground yourself is to run you a bath. And then get down the bathtub, then drop you a blow dryer down into the bathtub with you. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 six foot two I have deep. No you never have to come that here. From us here. That, that's six foot two deep for me. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> but anyway, Robert told me about EPR, so I started researching EPR. Now, EPR is a man-made uh, production there because it involves making sure that you get free radicals and then making sure they pulse a microwave in the air. And this microwave doesn't mean a thing. It is pulsed. So, you know, it would be hard to pick that signal up. It may flash so quick that you don't notice it. But every time it pulses the electrons in your free radical split poles. This gives them an action to look at. This gives them... Wait, just a second. Um, just a second. Wait, is that it. Dave? I'm sorry, just a second. Is that you, Dave? Is that South Carolina? No, it's LaBerg. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. I thought uh, I was I was hoping that Dave would find his way in. He's... Uh, Wanted to make an announcement, so I, I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm sorry to oh. interrupt, Dwight, but go ahead. Yeah, but anyway, the, the 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 more you work on getting rid of the, or balancing your free radicals out, the less they can attack you with the harsh stuff. 
and anytime you're getting packed harshly, yeah, you can uh, go in there and uh, get in the shower because the water running down the drain will eventually hit metal pipe, even if you have plastic piping. But run your shower if you're getting hit hard or or, or affect the uh, water pipes to see if they go into the ground, if they're metal or plastic. Sometimes you can uh, use a street sign out on the sidewalk. If you're if you're getting blasted hard, go outside, find a street sign that's metal going into the ground and just stand there and hold on to it for a little while. And, you know, I've told many people to do that, and they come back in 15 minutes saying, oh, I feel a lot better. But uh, you got you got to experiment with things. What will work for you? And, and these things that I'm saying uh, will eventually work. It's not a quick fix. I don't promise nobody that a quick fix, but it'll eventually work for you. You got to do something. You can't say, well, that didn't work. I'm quitting that. Or that didn't work. Uh, but now I don't block. I only wear my earthing device. Every now and then I pick up my magnet because I know they're trying to attack me still, but uh, I've killed something in me. I don't know. But every now and then I'll pick up uh, one of my lesser magnets because I lost my big one. But I'll pick it up and run over a spot. But uh, hey, Dwight, right now, have you ever have you ever tried a low-level EMP on yourself since you know your chips are? No, but there's some good videos on YouTube now about how how to make one out of an old camera uh, using the flash of an old camera. Uh, so so go on uh, YouTube and they do have some and it. They prove that it disturbs electrical objects, like he blasts a uh, calculator, knocks it out, or alarm clock. So if we had, uh, I'm thinking about making one. And yeah, I did. Uh, I did make one. Oh, did uh, you? I'm working on a, a. I did make a low level one. I'm working on a high level one now, single charge. Yeah. Well, what was the vol- uh, voltage of your uh, capacity charge? Six thousand volts. Six thousand. Yeah, I'm thinking it's yeah, I'm thirty milliamps. Yeah. Oh, thirty milliamps. Yep. That's not that's not too bad. But uh, I'm thinking about clean. fourteen thousand volts. Um, I think I have some capacitors that go that high. Anyway, I've got to go for the night. Uh, uh, I'm going to finish those step by step instructions on making your earthen device. Uh, probably tomorrow, I'll be done with them and. Uh, I had to put the warning pages and never use the top two uh, portions of your receptacle. You're only concentrating on that ground, which goes to the ground rod buried outside. You don't want to mess with the power side at all. So if you don't have three-prong receptacles, you'll have to run your own ground rod outside and run your wire in somehow. Anyway, I've got to go for the for night. Yeah, Dwight, uh, one more thing. Uh, yeah, I've got I've got steam radiators in my house. You can uh, you can marry oh, a yeah. steam radiator if you want. It doesn't do any good. Yeah, if your steam radiator has a water pipe that goes into the ground, you're good. It does. It be the entire well. Let's see. Most oh. of those are grounded with a wire too, aren't they? they? Usually, they usually drive a stake in right behind the boiler. Okay, the boiler is all the way down the cellar, sitting in earth almost. Yeah, now, if you're in a home built before 1965, look for the water pipes to see if any of them are metal going into the ground because uh, you can attach to the pipes under the sink. 
Uh, you can sit in the floor under the sink and hold the pipes. Uh, well, with uh, so many repairs they've done, uh, what I'm going to go ahead and do is drill and tap one of the legs on the steam radiator and run copper braid back and see if that works. I'm not uh, too up on the grounding idea simply because you can get in the shower for half an hour, 45 minutes. That V2K is still there. If that's there, oh, yeah. there's a good oh, yeah. chance everything else is too. No, what you're doing with the grounding is, is you're trying to dissipate some of the directed energy, but you're using that copper conductor. And that's why I always say get you a good earthing device, not one of these static things you can buy off the Internet because they have a, a, a low conductivity. They have uh, 500 mega ohms on them or something like that. In other words, when you measure end-to-end, do you have a direct uh, no, no resistance? No. The ones you buy on the internet, you don't. So you want that copper conductor because that's what's going to pull the free electrons in from the earth to, to help repair your free radicals. Because yeah, Dwayne, your free radicals, about... again, is looking for an electron. And you, you, you're going to pull electrons. They're full of free electrons. So it's you're going to pull them out of the earth. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't mention it, but all the beds we sleep on and the box springs are metal Not inside. Sleep. All the springs I are metal. <laughs> all the, uh, everything's I metal. Could, I couldn't sleep on a bed for the first time. Four years that I was targeted, I did not sleep on a bed, even though I had three in the house. I could not. I had to sleep did you on try wood. grounding them? No. I, 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 I read them, though, with the meter, and I saw a, a, a potential on them. I did not understand that, and I don't understand it today. Uh, I, I, could well, take my can... little, I could take my little fluke. Uh, okay. Um, check and, and run it by the box spring and it would light up i did not understand that but uh, that metal is like an antenna you're sitting on top of a, a frying pan they're shooting you you know well you can take an alligator clip cut a half inch hole not a hole actually just a little slit and you can get at the metal rail that goes around the outside which is hooked to everything else the springs and uh, that's what i've done but i don't trust the uh, grounding in the wall socket because it is uh, this this place had knob and tube wiring. It's an old Victorian. So okay, that's why uh, I want to go for the steam radiator. Okay, sir, what I think you could do is get yourself a um, extension uh, or what's called a power center. You could probably go to like a Fry's or, or Best Buy and get the power center, plug it in the wall before you pull. Don't plug in the grounding device directly into the wall. Plug it into the power center. Okay, Uh, did you know that I have taken apart, uh, I used to own a recording studio, and I've taken apart a lot of those, and for the simple reason that the grounds aren't even hooked up in half of them, especially the Chinese ones. Well, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about a, $13 $13 one, I'm talking about if you go to a stereo shop, that's why I said Best Buy, and um, they are looking up, you know, top-of-the-line audio equipment. So if you get one of those, 
it'll be like I don't know, fifty bucks, seventy bucks. They have them for a hundred, probably. Um, get, like get one from Monster Cable or something like that. It, they're going to hook up the ground on those. That's that's for sure. Well, the ones you um, buy the anywhere. Thing, I'll, I'll have just want to make one real laboratory comment. on that. Uh, I just want to make one comment here. Um, for those people that that are not picturing, because you know Dwight's been really helpful and he's trying to you know tell people about this grounding, and some people that are not getting this concept, then I would recommend that you go to earthing.com, and I'm not saying to buy this; I'm just saying to picture it. What you will do is look at the uh, bands. They have one for $30. They're grounding bands. They go on your wrist. Um, and what you could probably do is get Dwight's directions, what he you know, tells you to do, and then print out this grounding band thing from earthing.com and go bring it to Lowe's or something like that. And that, I think that could help quite a bit because the guy will know, oh, that's what you're trying to do. That's my comment. Okay, well, if you take a one-inch copper braid, it's actually a ribbon cable, which is it's probably a quarter of an inch thick, an inch wide, and you run it from the steam radiator over to the bed, uh, that's going to be absolute ground, and that's going to rule out any imperfections in the wall socket. And I'll tell you something else, too. You can measure ground at the common or the ground in your wall socket and half of them are connected to common, which is the white wire, instead of the bare or green wire. So all I can tell you is you can go to the steam radiator, take a line right off that, and go over to the wall socket, and you'll get continuity. But it's the wrong kind. But that's yeah, what I'm going to do. I'm going off my radiator. I'm going to try that. And I will tell you straight up, the shower doesn't do any good uh, you can grab onto a sign, a uh, lamp post, anything you want. It doesn't do me any good. I've tried it. And I've tried yeah, grounding, going through the wall socket, but I'm not certain at this point in time that it wasn't hooked to the common. So when the I other find thing that I'll, out, Sorry, I, yeah. I keep thinking you're done. Uh, but the other thing I wanted to say is that um, sometime, I don't know if this is the right timing or not, but I think it's getting close to the right timing. I want to have Keith tell us because he just got the um, he just got the magnet. I don't know if he got it delivered yet. So I want him to tell us if he got it yet and if it, it's working out for him or what he's tried to do. Also, if if um, anybody heard from uh, Wesley because he got what. Uh, John Hall recommended the other night, and uh, he had it has it in his possession. So I want to hear the update on those two things. Thanks. Yes, sir. I can tell you about the magnets right now if you'd like. Uh, I bought a a three hundred pounder, and you can strap it to your back if you want to, but it hasn't done me any good. And I'm not trying to discourage anybody. I'm just telling you it hasn't worked for me. Uh, you can put it behind your head. You can strap it to your leg. I don't care what you do with it. It hasn't helped me. So, like I say, I'm not discouraging people. I'm just telling you what has not worked for me. Well, that w magnets have worked for me quite well. 
they deactivated something that uh, was inside. I, I left the dentist's office with something going on in my finger, and it uh, when I was getting hit, my finger would swell and turn blue. It was very bizarre. So yeah. I, I taped, um, and it, it, before before I went into it, I saw some little black spots on that same finger um, that looked like, you know, when you see the nano dust that you see on, if you Google nano dust, you see those little tiny squares. It was like little squares that I couldn't get off my skin. And um, and apparently what they did is they say they they gather together, you know, they find each other and then create some sort of an absorb. I don't know what they do. I don't know how you describe it. But I do know that I went ahead and wrapped um, the neodymium magnets around that finger. And it took two weeks, but it stopped re- responding when I was getting hit. Okay, well, I've taken a four-inch bar magnet, mm-hmm. half-inch square by four inches, and I put it in my mouth. And if oh. there's any kind of radio current, okay, uh-huh. any kind of current at all, that should mm-hmm. shunt it right there. You'd think so. And Dwight will agree with that because I've done this all my life. Uh, a 70-foot Hatteras yacht is like a small city. Mm-hmm. Now, what you have to do on one of those is go below ground, which is subground, and bond everything going through the hull so that they don't burn off in the water through electrolysis. So I'm familiar with ground and subground. But what I'm not familiar with is why that magnet doesn't work. If that's an electrical current, uh, that magnet should do something to it. But I've hit this thing with low-level 6,000-volt EMP in the form of a wand, and it has knocked the hell out of it. They've lost a lot of their foothold on me, but it hasn't killed it yet. And I can take that thing and put it in front of a handheld phone, not a cell phone, and kill that phone with it to the point where it doesn't even light up. So I'm on the right uh, track. Okay, and, sir. Uh, um, what you could do, what people could do if they want to prove to themselves that magnets are doing something is they can take a magnet, set it on a table, like a 100-pound pole, right? And especially the, um, the tri-field meter, which I don't recommend to get, but if you actually already have it, go put it on the table as well. And when you move the magnet, the closer you move it to the needle of the tri-field meter, the needle is going to totally react, which will show you, and then you can back up the magnet, keep going back and back, and you'll you'll see that it creates that field to make the needle react. So that's the proof that's, uh, that there that's is a scientific. Something. That's a scientific fact. I don't deny that. Uh, right. I set so that, my uh, iPhone with an app on it to go off an alarm at 3,000. And it does. A foot away, it'll go off at 3,000. So I don't dispute the fact that the magnet has a field. Uh, it does. What I'm saying is, to me, it has not worked. And I've been at this hot and heavy for a year now. What does work, low-level EMP has knocked the hell out of it, but it hasn't killed it yet. So I'm dealing with the V2K and heavy ear noise, and I'm concentrating. Okay, well, you, why don't you take the magnet and run it around your head where the electricity is? Here, you, can't, you can do a few things. You, number one, the shower will probably reduce it. Number Doesn't two, take, take the magnet, run it all the way around your head everywhere. That Got might it. reduce it. And if you can... Uh, 
you know, ground, well, I'd say take a hot bath and that maybe reduce it a little more. I've taken a 300-pound magnet and run it around my head, down my neck, spine, everything, and it does not work. And I'm telling you that uh, it doesn't work for me. Maybe it works for you. But I've been fighting this hot and heavy for a year now. Uh, I've been targeted for since 2012. Uh, the chip was implanted in me in 2008 in the hospital. So what I'm telling you is it does not work for me. As far as the shower goes, I've been in the shower 45 minutes to an hour. That does not help. I wish it did. So this is why I'm starting to question all these things, because they're not working for me. And I don't think they've got a million different programs out there that they're using. They're all similar. So that's what we have to look at. What works for everyone else? If someone says they work for them, fine, they work. They don't well, work Well, you'd for have me. to, okay, well, here's the thing. You'd have to give us the symptom first. You'd have to say, I'm getting this, and then I tried this, because we don't know what symptom. I mean, maybe Linda's symptom is, who knows what her symptom is that she fixed. Well, she just said she had a pulsating finger. Maybe you don't have a pulsating finger. So what is it, your symptom that you're trying to... Uh, okay, this, this resembles what I've seen. It's the only program I've seen that comes close to it that I found is it's probably an earlier version of DAPA's Electrix, or E-L-E-C-T-R-X, and it closely resembles it in every way. And there was a TI that posted on it, and I have it. Uh, I host Massachusetts, targeted Massachusetts, on uh, the social network, if anybody wants to see it. And I've taken posts from thousands of people, read thousands of posts, and I'm getting the same thing, uh, all the same symptoms. Uh, very heavy tinnitus, left ear. Uh, right ear, they don't seem to work on too much. Uh, neck, they'll make your neck so stiff that you can't even hardly hold it. Uh, your lower back, uh, your stomach, your esophagus, and related. These are the things they're hitting on me. Uh, they can give you spiking pain anywhere. So uh, that's what's happening to me. And I've listened to a lot of people talk about it, and they seem to all be coming up with the same thing. So what we need to do is uh, there's a gentleman down in Louisiana from FFCHS that did, that's doing another study. And I did the second study, and I think it, that's what you should look at because that's going to be a cross-section of what's happening with everybody. Any comment? Um, I I think I might have one. Okay, I don't know what kind of a chip that they implanted in you. Um, I also have trouble with the magnets because whatever they got in me is like a hard diamond die hard. I don't know if they can. Um, they, I told somebody that they can electrically shock me, and when I got off the phone from the call and tried to sleep. They really made me pay for it, like usual, when I talk on the phone. And one of the things they did, um, they've got it somewhere, I'm thinking, near the vagus nerve, also near the pineal gland, and also I think they might be somehow reading synovial fluid. I don't know how they do it, but they electrically shocked me. 
through the thing last night after I got off the call in the head. Now, they've done this electrical stimulation stuff on other parts of my body, but when they want to really get nasty and scare me, that's, that's where they go is, you know, in, you know, I can actually hear it. There's been times, I guess, when their signal didn't pick up, and it's actually like a buzzing. I mean, it's not even a buzzing. It's an electronical buzz, loud, as loud as any radio. You know, and well, what, I don't know well, if wiring yeah. in there along with some kind of tubing. I don't know, you know. What I get is not buzzing. It's uh, a hearing test times 100 or at least times 10 in your ear. And it's to the point after a year or so, you get used to it. Uh, they, bypassed, they bypassed my ears. It was a sound from within my head. They, I don't know how they do it. I, you know, it's, I, I, I'm, I'm baffled over this technology. And, of course, if I knew how they would do it, I would be able to stop it. But I do know that it's a diehard die hard thing, you know. Um, so I'm going to try the grounding. I don't know what kind of experiment they're doing on me or why, but they've done some very, very awful, horrible, very evil torture. So who's They seem to be nice targeting person. people that are isolated. Yeah. Um, Low-income, so, isolated people, not rich people uh, that can fight the thing in a different way. They're targeting people that are by themselves, uh, living in remote areas, uh, living in remote parts of towns, and they like to isolate you, and that's what they're trying to do. So there was an article on the social network asking, okay, why are they targeting you guys? And it's not because we're rich. It's because we are isolated or can become isolated very easily. Well, that's all I'm going to contribute. I'm going to get some sleep. Okay. And uh, I wish you all well. Thank you. And you guys have a good night. I need to, I need to get a, a nap in, too, hopefully. It'll be a halfway decent one. So thank you, okay? Have a good night. Bye now. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Hello? Is anybody still there? Uh, yeah, a couple Oh, I wanted to know how to get rid of this greasy stuff that's on my kitchen floor and both bathroom floors. It's very, it's hard to get up. I use bleach. I use ammonia. I use a degreaser thing. It's coming from the vent. It must be coming from the air vent, and it's all over the floor. I know. I've heard vinegar. Yeah, vinegar. Yeah, you I'm gonna try that too. I got a cheap little bottle of vinegar. Other people might have some suggestions and, and spray vinegar. All over the floor. The carpet is all mushy too. Here we go. Oh. So it's it's been going through the whole house, through the air vent all day yesterday. That's the only okay. place it to come in. I uh, I thought of, I was thinking last night about something, and I was trying to figure out about a strategy. And I thought about it. If NASA and these companies are doing things to us, then maybe they wouldn't want to live with the same technology hitting them. So then I thought, well, maybe they have some technologies that they're using. So I went and looked up. They actually are manufacturing or having things manufactured, and one of them would be like an air scrubber. So you might want to 
check into. I don't know if it's worth it for somebody to do an experiment and spend $350 on it, but they have devices. I can't tell you they work or they don't work. I'm just saying, um, I'm thinking, you know, if some, if some, if I work for NASA and I plan on polluting the whole air, at least I'd make sure my air was scrubbed up. And that's what I think they're doing. That's that's probably why they can get away with this. So check into those uh, NASA technologies for cleaning up the air. Okay. Even on cold days, I don't even have to put the heat on. Ain't that something? Well, maybe you could get a heater that's like a one at Walmart or something, so you won't have to use the main house heater so they can't really stick things in your air vent. I would have to close up the vents. I mean, really close them up, seal them off. Because it Just doesn't really use. cold yet. Not yet. It hasn't gotten real cold. But on cold days, it's not cold in here because they use the ionizing um, radiation. Yeah, the heat. Um, I don't know any of the, uh, because the, I, I don't know how the technology, how they're doing it. I think it might be, you know, some kind of sensors or something, or, or even light through light bulbs or something that they can um, engage the heat sensitivity. And grease up the whole house? <laughs> yes, that, that, the, that's, we suspect that might be. They're delivering nano or the you know smart the neural dust or I don't know what that stuff is for. Is it is it colored? Is there a color to this grease? No. Orangish? No. It's just right. It's like black or just plain pale, nothing colored. Like yeah. My floor. Huh. As far as the uh, the ionizing that they're doing, um, um, Amazon has um, some negative ionizing dispersers that are just little. You can plug them in, and they put out negative ionizing, which counters the ionizing that they're trying to, you know, hit us with the uh, frequencies. And they're like forty-nine dollars a piece, and they pretty much fill up. They pretty much take care of a room. Each each one takes care of a room, so you can counter those those positive ionizing. ionizing. But where where what store is that again? Amazon. It's online. Oh, okay. That sounds okay. good. Yeah, it does. I've noticed that it's helped. Um, Thanks. And it's it's reduced some of the symptoms that I've had. So but they hit me in my room. Okay, sorry, you guys. Hold on. I'm back to unmuting you guys because I'm trying to block. Um, I don't want to babysit chat, so again, I hit the wrong button. All right. Sorry, hang on just a second. I'll unmute um, most of the chat, but I'm not going to. Um... So if you were talking, I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, uh, Central California, go ahead. And there you go, Texas. Sorry about that. 
You guys want to talk? Raise your hand. Corey, where are you okay. at? Push start. Thank you, guys. You already okay, good have. Good luck. Good luck. Get yep. those negative ionizers, okay? You'll you'll feel better. I think. I notice the symptoms lessening. Thank you. Yeah. You you guys had unmuted me earlier. This Texas, oh. Houston. Um, yes. Does a lady? Excuse me. The lady who says she's been hit and sometimes does not even have to turn on her heater in the in the winter time yet. I have the same thing. Sometimes there are even hot spots on my floor, me especially too. bathroom closets. Yeah. I think that's where they're hot. Their magnets and their equipment. And much um, you. Yeah, I've yeah. noticed that too. It's like all of a sudden I'm watch, walking across my kitchen floor, and there's and I know my dogs haven't been laying there. You know, they can warm up areas of your floor, but and I'll notice that's wild. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think that's where hey. equipments are hot, and sometimes they move the equipment back and forth. And yeah. of course, EMF, anything electricity generates heat. Yeah. So, oh. yeah, so I'm being hit right. I mean, I'm not being hit now, but I guess I'm being kind of toasted. Yeah. I have my air. I have my fan on because I can't even hardly afford to run my air. I mean, yeah. it's like they um really can talk everything. You know, it's like they're trying to get us to really spend money. But uh, here's the there are proper things that can help, like the lady yeah. mentioned about um, the, the negative. I think ionizing, right, negative ionizing that, that may help. Yeah. I've never, yeah. I've never thought anything, but um, it does. It and can, I live upstairs. Do you guys live upstairs? The, the lady who's experiencing. I have a basement. I have a basement. You know that I'm sh- I hear something going on down there every so often, so I'm sure they're in my basement on occasion. Yeah, they up in my my attic. Yeah, for those of you who, um, for those of you who, you know, I, I would recommend everybody go to this site, LockheedMartin.com, and click on Directed Energy. A lot of people are, are saying this is not from the sky, or they have not seen beams or anything. And if you go to LockheedMartin.com, that picture where it, where it shows the military item, whether that it thinks it's a drone, has a beam that's totally radiating down. You can even see it. It's on their own site, LockheedMartin.com. Um, and it says, wow. new, age, new Age Threats Require New Age Defenses. I'm going to just shortly, it's not going to take 10 minutes for me to read this. It's just going to take a couple minutes. Um, it says, for 40 years, Lockheed Martin has researched, designed, developed, and captured electromagnetic energy. That's the proof right there. And evaluated its power to create innovative directed energy solutions. We have developed laser weapon systems, radio frequency, and other directed energy technologies for air ground. Now, read this. Listen to this part of it. And everybody that says it's only for one ground, it's telling them right on their site, for air, ground, and sea platforms to provide an affordable countermeasure alternative. We're addressing critical needs such as accuracy, mobility, sea size, weight and power, cooling and mineral collateral damage. Okay, now, when you go and look at where... Lockheed Martin is, it's a global security, okay? And where are they headquarters? Out of Bethesda, Maryland. Yeah. 
Okay. Does the matter ring a bell? Okay, now there's two what? other things. What bell is huh? it supposed to read? What, what bell is it supposed to ring? Okay. Naval military is also there. Okay, then. Okay. Um, anybody that wants to, I'm not going to take up much more of this time. I'm just going to tell you the headline of these other two, and you can go read it. And we'll make one more comment, and I'll be done. Laser weapon systems, it says, you can click on that, are electro-optic infrared countermeasures. Now, I want to say that um, last night I was given a manual, and I was very impressed. Um, it was like after 1 o'clock. is a electromagnetic spectrum and everything manual, and I got it. Oh, God, I can't remember her name. I'll remember in a second, but... Um, but the only thing is she was, she was definitely correct on what she was saying, um, but she was saying that it was only from the ground. So that's what, why I'm reading this tonight. Um, and I'm going to try to get, okay, everybody should look at this too. She, uh, I'm not going to take credit for this. This is given to me last night by another TI, and I'll remember her name in a couple minutes maybe. But it's rf dash wm.org and it has a free tutorial and it shows microwave engineering so you guys can look it up I'm done nobody was saying it's only coming from the ground we were just talking about some hot spots on our floors nobody's saying that it's all coming from the ground Corey Don does oh, every Corey. day Corey okay Don thank does. you Don does yeah well that's Don Oh no! All that stuff is all at all just like it's different frequencies coming. It's coming from every direction. It can be ground, land, air, ambient, under the ground. Everything is probably diagonal to the ground. There. I'm sure they oh, yeah. figured out all kinds of angles. Her name is Helena. She's the one that should get credit for doing the research on this rf-wm.org thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're going to wait to see how the creator of the device, uh, not the device, but the energy itself, the frequency, the creator of it in the heavens, the true God, it's going to come and it's going to be targeted right toward them if they don't have a change of heart as individuals. That's all I'm going to say. Jehovah's going to deal with that. Dr. Martin, spell it, please. Hey. Is is anybody on here that knows how to build a Faraday cage? Dwight does. He he gave me instructions, but um, I didn't build it. Um, you know if it's on any of the websites? There's um, a lot of them built. You just have to make sure you seal off and airtight. The radio can't play under it if you built it right. And your phone, your cell phone won't receive wire. Won't receive. And you probably need an oxygen tank. Right. No opening um, at all. Yeah. We're looking we're looking well actually Tammy's looking to build one for herself. Um and do you know um if she took a regular tent and put shielding around it. But you said it has to be yeah, tight. Yeah. The floor and everything. Put a rubber mat on the floor too. 
Well, actually, it's this is Antonio in uh, New Jersey. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, Merry Christmas. Dwight actually mentioned something about uh, power line communication. I was looking into that, and it seems like I mean, it seems like they're also coming into the electrical, but I think it's come from satellites mainly. I mean, when you're outside and everything, it seems like they can uh, tap into everything. But I was looking into um, the, what is it called, the uh, like the YAG laser, the laser hair removal, and it seems like it's basically the same thing. That uses a combination. I was always saying that was coming out of the lights, and they were they basically had my lights cooking here. I mean, I actually measured the temperature. It got up to 170 degrees, the incandescent lights. So the uh, the laser hair removal actually uses a combination of light and frequency. So that's one of the things that they're using. It seems like they're throwing pulses out of the lights. And it's also magnetic, and I was looking into that, too. There's a, you know, I, I found a lot of good information uh, over the past, uh, like, a week. I was writing down a lot of stuff. Because they basically, they've been cooking my head. I have so many freaking hot spots going. I'm trying to sleep. They're cooking me in my bed. But even, even like your adapters, when you plug in your phone, I mean, they're hacked into my phone, so you got to watch, like, your adapters. When you're charging your phone, like, they heat up the adapter, which is heating up the phone. I don't know if they're coming. It could be vice versa. Either they're coming into the electric of the, of the house or they're, since they're hacked into my phone already, they could be coming into the phone and heating up that adapter there. It's, it's vice versa. It's like the hot spots basically tell a lot of things. And even um, like with the thermostat, they usually play this game with the air conditioner or with the heater. The, the, therm- the, uh, the thermostat for the air conditioner or the heater, they basically seem to be able to control it. And there's a little temperature sensor on there where it seems like they're heating up that temperature sensor. If you have it set on, say, 72 degrees for the heat, they're basically, they're like shutting off the heat. They, they're cranking that sensor up to 78 degrees so it turns off the heat. Yep. They can also do like vice versa. And even with the uh, air conditioner, they've been doing the same thing. Yep. It's like that temperature, there's a temperature sensor there. So it's either they're using... I think the frequency like, can be used like a hand. I mean, it can turn up there, like I can turn my radio up a little bit. I never put it up high out of respect for my neighbors. I'm not meaning yeah. to cut you off, but I'm just confirming what you're saying, really. And they, yeah. can, I can go with my in the room, and they can come and they turn that radio down. Then I can't hear the news or whatever. Yeah, I mean, like, so I, it can I, be I, used I, like a hand, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. I have a and tablet. I, see, I have a tablet just, ruined by just by plugging it in. I plugged it in yeah. to to, gen, to get it charged up, and it was destroyed. Yeah, they basically yeah. hacked into all my electronics here. My yeah. printer had six different Wi-Fi codes coming out of there. I mean, you name it, anything wireless they hacked into. I had a Bluetooth speaker they hacked into there. I had to desolder de- the Bluetooth uh, circuit off of there. And they're still able to mess with the speaker. They're using, you know, magnetics. They're using infrared technology. You look into infrared, you could do infrared beam steering where you can basically control the beam. And it seems like, you know, they have a lock on to you. It almost seems like, you know, we're tuned into the 60 hertz frequency or the ground. And that, that's, that. a, that's exactly what's happening. It's starting to yeah. hop. And, and if you think hop, about it, when, the, yeah, yeah. If the you think about it. The hop frequencies are 400 to 400, 400 to 450 megahertz. 
They're yeah. starting to they're starting with hop to the ionosphere. They're coming yep. down through they're coming down to the Gwen Towers, through the cell towers, and yep. they're convert they're converting the frequency all the way down. It's coming down to sixty hertz. Sixty yep. hertz yeah. is what comes into your house. So electrical grid runs on sixty hertz. Yeah, comes into your house and then what they do is they they um they decrease the hertz at that point in time and they bring it down to the either raise the brain frequency, which the brain frequency can go up to 60 hertz, or yeah. they actually can decrease the 60 hertz down to whatever is in your house. And that's yeah. how subliminal yeah. happens is through that. It's acting like a transformer that steps the, frequency, the energy down as it comes from a high power yeah, line to your I house. You watch, you got to watch your transformers in the house because I had one for the doorbell, and basically that thing... It blew out. What's in the, you know, my father bought this house, I guess, 45 years ago. There was, there was like five old ones that were there, but they actually fried all. You know, there was a new one there, and I figured it was just for the, uh, the doorbell. But the doorbell was never getting used, and that thing was extremely hot, so I unplugged that. I've been going around the house. Anything like your oven has a clock circuit in there, and I actually just disconnected one of them. And that's got a transformer. It drops it down. Right, from and, and how that's happened is a boost, either a boost, uh, it's probably through some type of boost in your electric. Yeah, yeah. Well, they it's have amazing. It. It's really amazing. I mean, if you look at it from a, I don't mean to cut you off. I just want to say, sir, if you, if we all looked at it, how this could be used for good, I mean, it would be yeah. Exactly. Shattering, because I mean, you could do this much stuff with bad. I mean, imagine. Yeah. And and just to say about that light, I just want to tell you about light too. If you have one of those long, I don't know what they call those lights. It's those long, sword skinny oh, looking lights. Yeah, the fluorescent. That's probably at the round skinny. If you have those, because half the time I turn my, I have one in the kitchen. I turn my kitchen switch light on, and half the time it just sits there in dark with just only little yellow. I mean, little goldish yellow just on up. Four ends of them. I was able to. I actually took all my fluorescents out because I read into Woody Norris about two years ago. Like a lot of this stuff I mentioned on Neil's tech hall, but the fluorescent tubing I had the energy saver, and the same thing was happening with mine. The end was always lit up red, and I actually did a videotape where I just dragged my hand across the pipe, and I lit up the whole pipe. That's how much energy was coming out of me. And just the, think, you know what, I think it's something they put in there. I think they're putting like a magnet or something on one of those things because I what noticed. Type, what type of pipe are you talking about, copper? No, no I'm, just, I'm, the, I'm uh, a just, just the fluorescent pipes, the, uh, you know, the fluorescent uh, lighting. Oh, light. That's why, okay. you know, Dwight was saying the fluorescents are good, but you got to think about it. That ballast has a transformer in there also. I think anything with a transformer is bad because it's dropping down. It almost seems like they're hacking into the transformer on the street, but if you think about, like, the power lines, you know, I'm getting, like, the street lights that are flickering when I, when I walk by. You have, a, you have a, like, a yeah. light mean, sensor on stuff. top. <laughs> yeah, you have a light sensor on top there. It's either they're affecting that. There's so many ways to hack into the power grid. You have solar panels, like they touch a solar, put up solar panels on each telephone pole here 
that powers back into the, the grid to save electricity. Both solar panels pick up EMF frequency, electromagnetic frequency, and what they're doing, it's a combination of magnetic and frequency that they're hitting us with, but also light. Light, I think, is their main target because I even mentioned this. It was, uh, about at least 100 years ago, they were able to take natural sunlight and focus that and create sound. And if you think about that, people getting a voice to skull. I get the vibrations to the gut, which is basically the same thing. It's like you, I can almost hear, you know, it's almost like the uh, the voice to skull, the vibrations to the gut I get. And, I mean, there's so many different ways, and, you know, they have this thing perfected. But look into the, uh, the laser hair removal. I was checking that out, and a lot of the, uh, they're talking about pinpricks, burns, Apple Americans, because you have darker skin, it seems like it affects them more. Um, just all the side effects from the laser hair removal thing, you know, it's talking about, you know, burning the skin, bubbles, pinpricks, all this stuff. And even even magnetics. I mean, even what, you're, you know, I just, I just realized this because I had my CDs and I had old tape cassettes by my head here. And the tape cassettes are actually magnetic strips like your credit card. And I used to have my wallet in my back pocket, and it was always heating up, and I had pains in my back, you know, in, in my rear there. And I was like, it's because of the magnetic strip. And the CDs are actually a mylar, which attracts the frequency. And, the mag, you know, the, the tapes, the VCR tapes, those are, those are magnetic. So it's a, it's a combination of everything. They're almost creating like a force field within your house, and that's how hey guys, like, you think about it. When you walk by everywhere. Walls, when you walk by certain walls, it seems like you're charging yourself up. Because when I walk by my fridge and the and the light switch, there's such a field there that you, you're basically charging yourself up when you walk around your house. They're creating all these. Uh, through the electric, they're creating these fields where they're, like, charging you up. I think the main base is coming from satellites. They're able to hack into all these things. Okay, guys, uh, who gets V2K everywhere you go? I don't get the V2K. I get the vibrations to the gut. It's basically the same thing. Oh, like no, it's not. V2K I get everywhere I go. And everybody that gets V2K knows what's going on. Okay, it's in the car, it's when you're walking down the street, it's in your house, it's in the shower, everywhere. Out in the middle of a field, 100 miles away, driving down the highway at 100 miles an hour if you want to, it's still with you. So I just want to know who else is being affected that way. Well, if you think about it, in your car, if you have OnStar, I would get rid of it. Your, your old radios have RFIDs, your cell phone have RFIDs. They I don't have to those. I don't have uh, I don't have uh, OnStar out in the middle of the woods. I don't care if you go out in the middle of the woods and climb a tree, fifty yeah. feet up. You still have it. Yeah. You can walk down a trail, fifty miles out in the woods. I don't care where you go. You're still going to have it. They follow you. That's that's. So I want to know who else who else has V2K because those are the ones that know what's going on. Well, if you think about the infrared-guided missiles, those things go off at infrared heat. It's basically the same thing. Those think about your FM radio is the same thing. Bob? If you can go out in the middle of the woods with your FM radio, it'll still work. What I'm trying to say is 
it's not just in your house. It's not just in your AC wiring. Oh, yeah. It's everywhere. Oh, Wherever you go. Basically, listen, in the beginning, there were actually voices coming on my stomach. So it's basically the same principle as the voices. How, how, they how they're following you is through 60 hertz. Yeah. 60 hertz is what a motor runs at. They can it's not going to get 60 you. hertz out in the middle of the woods. You'll still get 60 you. hertz. I live out in the middle of the woods. We okay, probably have... moved up. We don't even have cable out here. Well, you know, you know, right? find you. Think, think about this. Your your water line, your sewer line, and your gas line run on the ground. There's the ground. Right. When you're driving down the road, the sewer line is usually right in the middle of the road. Then you have the power lines like right above you on the side of the road. So they always make out in the middle of, of the woods in a state park, and you'll still have it. What I'm trying to right. say is this, this woman says she lives out in the middle of nowhere. Fine, she yeah. still has electricity, right? Yeah. Okay, there's your 60 hertz. I'm saying exactly. forget about the electricity. Leave your clothes if you want to. Walk out in the middle of the woods, 50 miles, you'll still have it. You, so have, remote, people, you have remote neural monitoring, and it's a supercomputer. Your brain is entrained. They're not, you're, you and I both have the same thing. Not everybody understands it. And they're not, they don't understand what the torture is. It's torture. Well, that's, that's, I, I, don't go, I yeah. can't go anywhere without that. It's right, 24-7. And that's, that, that's basically satellite technology. If you yes. think about Google Earth, 20 years ago, they had it where it was live. And you can you know it on tweets. Because I actually went on Google Earth when it first came out, and it was live. And then after a month, they said it was invasion of privacy, and then they just did, like, all the pictures of the streets. Now, if they yeah, but how do you know that that's the frequency? How do you know that it's satellite-driven? <clears throat> like I say, it could come from anywhere. Well, yeah, but I yeah, think the main all. thing is from satellites to be able to attract you all over the place, especially in the woods and everywhere. Dr. Hall and uh, the other fellow, the CIA guy, he's already told us how it works. It's yeah, a Robert computer. Johnson it's brain entrainment. It's yeah. not people following you around. It's satellite. It's coming no, from satellite. What, it's not, it's not just satellite. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, oh, it, no, it's not. You're not affected. Way. This is where the problem is. You're not affected by it. That man. I, I, I do have B2K. And I worked for Lockheed Martin when it started, and I have been affected for 15 years. And it isn't just satellite how it happens. And stop saying it's just satellite. There are no. other ways that yeah. it happens also. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm an engineer. Short way I, popped okay. off. Yeah, yeah, honestly, guys. That's been around for years. Hang on one second, okay? All right, you guys are all right. So you're, there's no point arguing about this. This is what I just went over. It's air, land, and sea. Everybody has their own segment that they think they're right. But guess what? You're all right. So there's no point in arguing. Just teach each other the technology that you know and let others teach you the technology they know, and we'll all pull it together. Thank you. Do you know any of the technology that can help? Yes, I do. Okay. What, what has helped you? I've used a low-level EMP at 6,000 volts, and that knocks the hell out of them, but I haven't killed it yet. And when I do, I'll let you know. And guess what? It'll be free. What EMP is what? Low-level EMP. EMP? Uh, yep, I EMP. 
I was thinking a plasma mirror because a plasma antenna, they're, they're not jammable. You can't jam them. And a plasma mirror reflects all energies coming at you. But the thing is, I don't know how to build a plasma mirror. I mean, Woody Norris built this technology. He sold it to the government for $3 bucks. And there's a company up in Massachusetts that's been around for 15 years now creating plasma antennas. And his technology, he basically used fluorescent tubing wrapped it in plastic was able to create plasma. And plasma comes out of fluorescent tubing and out of certain other lights, like the mercury bulbs and stuff like that. And it seems like, you know, they're using this, this technology. I mean, they've been, they've been doing this for decades now. So they got this thing. When they opened the cannons up on me four years ago, I've been targeted for like over 20 years now, but I didn't know about it until four years ago when they opened up the cannons on me. That was the first time in my life I've ever been scared. And they had it. They they got this thing down to a T. They can hack. They basically disarmed ATM. They could disarm any electronics. Yeah. But my mother's car, they were able to shut off. Like she drove it to the bank. She gets. She goes back in the car, turns the ignition. Nothing lights up. They did this about a dozen times. And the guy basically replaced all the electronics, the main circuit board, and the remotes. And it's either they're coming into the OnStar, which I got to disconnect, the remotes for the car, or if you think about it, your whole car is all metal, and you got magnetic strips for the defroster on the back windows. They're using, like, all that against you. You're almost in a, a magnetic, you know, basically they can create, like, a magnetic force field in there or with the RF frequency that can come into the, the antenna, on the, you know, on the radio station, so... There's so many different technologies. That's why it's like not one thing blocks this because they're using multiple things. Like the person I was just talking about, the Faraday cage, I think people tried building that, and it worked for a little bit, but then they were able to get through that. And right now I'm trying to do something where I'm picking up the frequency, but, uh, you know, I don't want to say anything right now because usually they end up frying a circuit or, you know, they toy around with me, pretend like it's working, but it seems like it is working. You know, you were mentioning a cell phone getting hot a little while ago. Yeah. Any time a cell phone goes into high charge mode, which is when you first yeah. plug it in, it'll heat up the battery. And if yeah. you get an update or something that takes a lot of juice while you hold it, it'll get hot, extremely hot. It's yeah. supposed to do that. Yep. But sometimes I'll have it in my pocket. It starts heating up. I'll have it on the table here. And that's basically when they're targeted. Think about this, LCD screens. Liquid crystal display. Crystal picks up frequencies. So they could send this energy right into the screen of your phone. Like lately, they've been doing this. They actually, if I put my phone up to the ear when I'm talking on the phone, there's, a, there's an infrared sensor there. They usually make that pulsate, and you're not supposed to see that infrared sensor. It's supposed to be for motion or for light. They make that thing pulsate where it's pulsating energy out and heating up my ear. That's why I keep it on speaker, but then, you know, on speaker, they do that feedback loop. So it's multiple technologies, and, I mean, they're, they're basically professional hackers on top of everything else, yeah. but with this technology, it's like multiple things. They will create, like, a magnetic field, and I think it's through the electric, because I was looking in, you know, Dwight mentioned he couldn't talk about it. It was power line communication. If you look at broadband power line communication, this, this technology has been around for a long time. You could send in our frequencies through the power line, magnetic frequency, you know, magnetic uh, pulses through the power line. You could do a lot of things with the power line. It's called TCIP over AC. 
was that? TCIP over AC or TCIP slash AC. And yes. yes, it is there. They utilize the two currents that are yeah. flowing south in a northern current. The main current flows in one direction. These two fall in the other. That's my understanding. Yeah. And if you, well, if you Google TCIP over AC, you'll get a lot of stuff. All right. Yeah. Even, I mean, check out Portland. I was looking into that. There's a lot of, that's the thing. They got this thing down to the key. And actually, all right, there's another thing I was looking into because Duncan was mentioning they do this with me. I used to work outdoors construction on high rises in the city. And even in the wintertime, they can actually make me freeze. And in the summertime, they make me sweat. So I looked into thermoacoustics where you basically your boiler, they can use like a piping system on there when it heats up to produce sound. And I looked at a YouTube video where the guy just took a test tube, put a Bunsen burner in the middle of it, heated it up, where it was making it like a, a low-pitch noise coming out of the tube. And if you think about it, your boiler has a heating element in there that heats up. Uh, your muffler in your car is also like a thermoacoustic uh, device. You know, your boiler. There's so many different things I was looking into, but it's like, you know, I don't know exactly which one it is. They they could use so many things. You know, they're always cooking me. The, the field is much stronger in my house, I'll tell you that. And when I get out of the house, I mean, they still can find me, even if I'm just walking in the woods, just like you said. You know, I don't have any stuff, you know, nothing on me. But I you know what is worse? It's worse in your house because they're familiar with it. And so yeah, listen, they had over 20 years. Like, I was in so much pain, you know, they created intestinal bleeding because they were hitting me in the gut so many times. I thought I was hungry, but then near the end there, I almost died because my stomach was screaming like 24-7, and I'm like, what the hell? And basically what they were doing, they killed the bacteria in your, in, your, in your body, in my intestines, killing off the good and bad bacteria. It almost turned to sepsis. I didn't even realize this. I'm going to so many doctors. I go to the doctor. My symptoms clear up. I leave there. Two hours later, they come back. They're playing a, a stupid game with me. I think the whole thing. I think the whole thing is neurological. It, yeah. To, to yeah. sum it up, it's like crossing a wire in your head. You're not really yeah. hot. They make you think you are. You don't yeah. really have a pain in the side of your hip. They make you think that you do. I, I, I cross, think it's like crossing a wire. That's what I. Yeah. That's what I call it. Yeah, I think they're. Yeah. I think they're, you're, they're almost charging you up like a capacitor and then discharging that. And it's like they're basically, or it's like they, they almost kill you off and then they bring you back to life. And they almost did this I, a, a dozen times to me. I don't think they're doing that. I think they're using your own voltage. I think they're using your own nerves. Yeah. I don't think they're supplying any juice externally other than communicating, in my case, with a microchip in my nostril somewhere. Well, exactly. I'm picking up frequency off my body when I walk by certain appliances. I can hear the fridge humming. I can hear, you know, the electrical lines, the switches, the light bulbs. It's all, it seems like they're charging you up when you walk by certain thing, electrical things within the house, even the lights. And Antonio, yes, yeah. Alina, the, um, hey. that website that I sent out several times now in the last couple of days since I discovered it, that, Israeli tutorial manual on yeah. radio frequency and electronic warfare. It yeah. is 30 chapters. It's a book 
yeah. on electronic warfare and radio yeah. frequency uh, yeah. magnetic weapons. Um, it, the, the website, I sent it to you, and I actually have the course outline that a majority of it I sent out to everybody's email that I have. But the main website is, it's very simple. It's RW, um, I mean, sorry, RF, R as in radio, F as in frequency, lowercase, and then dash, MW for microwave, all, both lowercase, dot org. So it's five wow. Uh, five characters, rf-mw.org, and there is a 30-chapter book. At first, I thought I hacked into the Israeli defense website. It's all radio frequency, period, period. Well, (laughs) I mean, it's microwave, and microwave can come from satellite. Like you were saying, you know, it might be your local police. If you read the manual, you'll see. That they they are interconnected. They're sneaking devices into our house with little microscopic chips. That are there's 500 products at Home Depot. They don't declare them like they don't declare GMOs in our food. So there are these little microchips, Zigbees and Z waves inside all kinds yeah. of in I Home Depot, I, well, I Walmart or Kmart or Rite Aid. Any place you go, you pick up a device, anything that you cart into your house. And they all inter-network. They're establishing a personal area network, and now they're getting even more minute to the minutia. It's home area network, H-A-N, home area network. And they're bouncing frequencies off of each other. Sometimes they're sleeping. If you go to look at uh, WIGWAG, W-I-G-W-A-G, I don't know who these boys are that come up with these wonderful, delightful, comic-y names. But if there's a wigwag and there's a Zigbee, Z-I-G-B-E-E, that's if you have a set-top box on top of your your TV, it has a Zigbee chip in it. They bought the company, and besides Zigbee is in a bunch of other products, lots of them. They talk with universal language now and an algorithm. No matter what you programmed your device, and let's say you're a big uh, inventor and you invented something that has it has one of these little chips in it, and you wrote a program for it. Now there's an algorithm that will read all languages, no matter what language, computer coding language you you decided to use. They can all talk to each other and create this personal area network and home area network. And if you're trying to get rid of a smart meter, well, good for you if you succeeded, because it's sitting, there's one a microwave emitting device sitting on top of your um, TV. There's one sitting in your wallet. There's sewn into Mm -hmm. your clothing. So I I do recommend running around nude outside to see if you can get rid of this. Um, Because you're carrying, you're toting something around with you because they've put it into everything. And it is really on this RF mw.org. I wish someone would put that into yeah. that room. Excuse me, ma'am. Remember, remember enemy of the state when the guy says, get rid of your clothes, get rid of your watch, you know, yeah, get rid of your cell nice. phone. Sorry, yeah, let's move nice. on to a tangent, okay. That's no, I not a mean. tangent. Yeah, that's not, that's exactly what you're talking about. Well, yesterday you were talking about the moonbeams chasing you that they're reflecting, and I just hung up because I was tired. I was done with you. Excuse me, can I interject uh, well, something? 
Can you uh, repeat that website again, ma'am? I was wondering if you could repeat that website, and I'll type that in the chat room. Sure. Would you please do that? It's rf-mw.org. And if you click on it, it has the whole manual in there, and it does say, please share, please share, because I really, really thought that hacked <clears throat> into the Israeli defense website. I mean, they, they, they have their, it, it's a tutorial. Yeah. It, and some of well, it, like the, I think I have to pay for the course, some of the videos I can't download. Some of the pages are still under construction. But it definitely talks about Wi-Fi. It talks about Bluetooth. It talks about Zigbee. Yeah. It, it's, it, I, it's well, I, think, I just gave an example. Pardon me just uh, a second, Corey. I, if you, I just want to add something just real quick to the, the stomach indigestion and what have you. If you all are experiencing that, that started up with me about, about a month ago, and I've never had any problem with indigestion. I could pretty much eat rotten meat. You know how you leave uh, chicken in your refrigerator too long? You say, well, I'm going to go ahead and take a chance on it. I could do that. I, I've been, you know, I was a meat cutter. So, you know, I, I've, I pushed it to the limit. So I've always had a strong stomach. But about a month ago, I started getting indigestion virtually after every meal. And what I did was I started taking, after I would eat, I would take about a half a teaspoon of baking soda uh, diluted in water. And, and I'm telling you, I have, I have lost weight. It solves the problem with the indigestion. My my bowel my bowel uh, movement is is more regular. So I would encourage anybody that's experiencing that problem with the indigestion is to try some baking soda. And you might just cut back a little bit on the salt in your cooking to kind of offset the sodium. And that's all I have to share. Thank you. Okay. What Can I was trying something? to say is uh, is I was actually giving an example. This is the funny part: how people misinterpret what I'm saying. I was given an example of what Helena was saying. She said she'd go outside with no clothes. And I gave an example in the movie where enemy of a state were, were uh, the, uh, I forget the guy's name, but it's, um, oh Will gosh. I for, what? No, Will not Smith. Yeah, Will Smith was the guy who was told, but what was the guy? Gene Hackman told him, Will yeah. Smith. To take off, you know, he first he took his shoe heel out and he found a sensor and he threw it. Okay, yeah. then he took other parts and he says, "Get rid of your clothes, get rid of your watch, get rid," you know. So that was, was a movie. This is real. Has anybody yeah. ever gotten into a cab and traveled? I don't know, thirty, forty I, miles in a cab. Hold on one second, sir. Your credit cards right now have an, uh, the new chip in it, so I'd watch those too. Yeah, but you got, the, you got the magnetic strip also there, and that's what they were targeting on mine. That's what was creating so much heat in my pocket. And it's, this is the thing. It's like, you know, I know, Helena, that's that's great stuff, and that's factual evidence. But, you know, you have the DEPS.org. They're teaching this technology. Only government officials, the WSAI, they're teaching this stuff. You got so many different things. Audrey okay. sent out this thing uh, about uh, Georgia Tech where they're actually teaching this, this to the public now. It's like they're all teaching it, and now you found that. That's, you know, right. that's perfect because that's, you know, that's factual evidence that you could bring to court. Listen, this has been out for a while. And that's why I was a little bit ticked like I was going on technology calls talking about all this stuff, even pieces of transducers. 
you know, they're on your cell phones. Anything that beeps, like these, you know, these sensors that we're buying or these, uh, you know, devices to track down a frequency, anything that has a microphone is usually a piezotransducer. And that Excuse me, can I, can I interject one thing? Well, I have I one thing to say for the last I want to ask minutes. his question. Yeah, but I want to ask him the question about what we're talking about. Yeah, first. have you taken a cab? Other people uh, participate also, you guys? So, I mean, one person at a time, please, and then allow okay. for other I have one question. I'll put the question, then I'll keep my oh, mouth right. shut. Has anybody taken a cab anywhere to a strange place where you've never been? The V2K is still there. Thank you. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Okay, uh, what I was going to ask the gentleman is that that ship that's in an American Express, do you know what that's capable of doing? I'm just asking. I don't know personally. I don't have an American Express. I don't have an American They talk about those in this website. It's really cool. It's 30 chapters. If they, If I printed it out, I swear it would be 565-page book. It's yeah, Selena, do you know the uh, – okay, I, I, I want to read it. It's too long for, to read it all at once. Do you know <laughs> the where in the, in the manual – I'm just going to mute myself. That gentleman who has the uh, the call on in Massachusetts, could you give me some sort of a contact information, or can I give you my phone number, please? And what is your sure. – It's an RFID chip that on, a new, on a new credit card. Can I well, get – I know – I know what it is, but I want to know what it will do. That's what my question was. Well, basically, you think about the emergency broadcast system can hack into any RFID chips. When they broadcast that emergency broadcast, it hacks into any RFID chip from satellite. When they first put it out 20 years ago, they, they switched it to satellite. They already got hacked into it, and there was a national broadcast over all stations that there was an emergency and then they came Ma'am, out just go to Target in Massachusetts. Is that it? Target in Massachusetts on the social network. The chip identifies you everywhere you go, right aid, anywhere. Hold on a minute. I don't do I don't do social networks, so could you give me a website or can I give you my phone number, please? Just leave it with FFCHS. I I'll don't know what the hell FFCHS is now. There's like five factions. Okay. Uh it's four one two, honest to Christ. Four one two seven eight two four 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 one. And that is a home copper wired home phone number. It's They just muted me, I'm sorry, I didn't get that. If anybody has like the cordless phones, do this. Turn the thing on and put your hand over I'm the buttons and the microphone. Antonio, can I give out my phone number and then I'll self mute myself? It's four one two seven eight two four 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 one. Thank you, Shelley. I appreciate it. And the name is Helena with an A on the end. Thank you. What's your first Frank. name, by the way? Frank. Frank. Thanks, Frank. I'll be in touch. You can actually pick up the frequency. I've been doing this, the frequency coming off your body. If you if you have a cordless phone, cordless phones usually run off of two point four gigahertz. Turn it on and put your hand over the buttons. You don't even have to press the buttons. Over the buttons and the microphone. And you'll pick up the frequency, the thing will start going nuts. That's what it does on my phone. 
Can I ask a question? Yeah. Okay. Don't you all think that uh, uh, most of this uh, assault from the radio signals is coming from the cell towers and the Gwyn towers in conjunction with the satellites? But don't you yeah. think that tra- what, ha- how many of you all have gone to antennasearch.com and put in a nearby address? You don't have to use your own, but you do have to use a legitimate address and searched how many Gwyn towers and how many cell towers are in your area. And let me ask you this, and some of you more people that are more have much more expertise than I do on communications and electronics, do we really need that many cell phone towers to operate our cell phone transmissions, or are these things for something more nefarious? I'm talking about the quantity and pervasiveness of them scattered all around the country and, uh, you know, within, I'm talking about a dozen of them within a, you know, a one-mile radius of our homes. Mind control, that's what they are. Yeah, Robert Duncan says, you know, he basically says that. It's satellite, it's, you know, they're using the cell phone towers, but it seems like the main system is satellite. Just like I said, when they put up the emergency broadcast network, they, they switch it to satellite. It got hacked into within the first week. There was a national broadcast where they said it was a, a national emergency. The president was supposed to come on, and then they actually came on and said, oh, we're, we're having some technical difficulties. I read into that. They got hacked into. And me and another person, before they, they opened up the cannons on me, I was getting the I was getting the emergency broadcast thing on TV every day, every night at like two o'clock in the morning. I was getting it, and I'm like, "What the heck's going on?" And I switch the station, I turn off the TV, turn it back on, and I would come back on again. Now they've been doing it with the radio, my local radio station, and it's like, I mean, like I said, that thing could basically hack into any TV, any basically any transmitter of a station of a radio station or whatever and broadcast this out there Keith uh, remember when you read what um, you read that section about what George Bush said um, that will use any a weapon I don't know any force of law enforcement yeah they will use every resource at their disposal to track down uh, the uh, tr- basically track down the terrorists. They will hunt them from uh, place to place until there is no refuge or rest. And of course, all you have to do is understand what George Bush was saying there is replace the word terrorist with targeted individual, and then it all makes perfect sense. Right. Yeah. Now, let me, yeah. let me use yeah. what you said yourself. Every resource doesn't mean one weapon. It means everything that's why you guys are all right they use bio weapons a lot of people are complaining about chemicals it's in the air it's in the cell towers it's on the drones it's in the chemtrails it's a whole bunch of different things it's a ground operation it's gang stalking every resource so why are we constantly arguing about it's this or it's that or it's that it's all of it they have many things in their arsenal, and they use all of it. Yeah. You, had, you know, you asked me about the, um, about the magnet, and I, I really haven't used that long enough yet to really give any kind of evaluation, but I did, you were talking about the mechanics tarps yesterday, and I did a little more research on that, 
Uh-huh. And I don't know if you all are uh, aware that, you know, you can buy these uh, tent, these fiberglass tent poles. They come in like two-foot sections, and you buy a bag of them, and there might be a half a dozen in there, and they've got the stretch cord, and, it, and you, you can put those things together at whatever length you want. And I actually have some of those. That's what I used to do before they essentially closed me down as I sold camping gear on the Internet. And I've got probably about, I don't know, 30, 40, or 50 of these packages of fiberglass uh, tent posts. And what I'm thinking about doing is um, I'm going to get some of those out and try to build an awning over the top of my bed. I've got a, I've got a double bed. And then, you know, and then create like a tent canopy over the top of that. And they get some of this mechanics tarp that you were talking about, Corey, and maybe a layer of the reflectix that um, that Dwight is talking about. You know, lift up the mattress and put a layer of that tarp underneath there, a layer of reflectix underneath there, and set the box spring and mattress on top of that. Then put the fiberglass poles crossways over the over the bed, and then put the uh, mechanics tarp over the top of that as well as the reflectix and it's not necessarily by any any means uh, a Faraday cage but it could offer a substantial uh, reduction in the electronic frequencies it's not electronic it's radio frequency so if you can even hear your radio which is a broadcast station. It's not RF directed energy. When you have radio frequency directed energy, it's more severe because it's really directed at a target. It works like your digital camera focusing on a leaf 300 feet away. It keeps trying to focus. You just have to hold up the camera a foot away from your face or at your belly, no matter where you pulled it. You can do selfies 5 feet away, 10 feet away with a, a selfie stick or whatever they call them, and it automatically focuses. That's what this device does. They don't re and a new one after you put up shielding it is radio frequency that is the only technology that goes through walls goes through any type of normal construction material if you put up sheet metal depending on the thickness depending on where it's coming from it does have to be airtight if you can see your i mean hear your radio you can hear your tv it's not a good radio frequency shield period so okay, you can put up not, all over yourself uh, you can put reflectix all over yourself, align it with the you know, mosquito screening. You will still be able to hear your radio. Therefore, directed energy radio frequency will come through. And the way they're hurting you, it's radio frequency ablation. Look it up. But they're meeting with the Directed Energy Professional Society at their spring conference, radio frequency ablation, which is killing Okay, but let me me make a point then. That is true, what she said. But in addition, why did Levi McCann go out in the middle of Palm Springs or wherever he was, and he took a picture of a microwave field, which microwave field is a completely different type of weapon. No, microwave is microwave look on that rf dash mw which is microwave mw and they also have in there electronic warfare they abbreviated it they said ew ew means electronic warfare it's an entire tutorial on i don't call it electronic because electricity does not go through your walls it's they might call it electronic warfare as a euphemism. It's radio frequency warfare, and microwave is a type of radio frequency. 
in, in one of the one of the things that I sent out to the email address group that I have is that they can use radio frequency in the in in a particular uh, type of medical procedure. They were transfer they were converting the radio frequency into a sonic wave, just like you would see through a person's belly to see the baby moving or the, the outline. Yeah, ultrasonics. It, it is a conversion. I sent all this out already in a business. I, I want to hear this. Ecology and technology, Paul. I spoke about ultrasonics, and the thing is, if they how they can convert the radio frequency into y'all let Elena finish talking, please. Yeah. Well, they can do that. They're also. I also sent out that they have a, a, a looking forward, forward-looking camera the size of a freckle. It's the size of a pushpin. If you you're into sewing, that's the size of it. Uh, Intel and HP uh, Hewlett Packard had a project that they started in 1999 to blanket the entire world with sensors, and it's stackable. The, the sensors do not have to have their batteries changed twice a year whenever it's, you know, leap forward and leap backwards for us to change our clocks and our um, fire detector, smoke detector batteries. They don't need their batteries changed. The acronyms for Intel, and I might have these confused, I think Intel little sensors that are pushpin head size, and they do scavenge their frequency from ambient surroundings, so you don't have to change batteries. You don't because it's, it was going to be like 10 million of them, if I remembered correctly. That article you can find in a Scientific American magazine in 1999. Intel's uh, sensor pinhead size sensors, so size of a sand, large piece of sand. Their project was called WISP, W-I-S-P. I don't recall what the acronym stands for. The other one, HP, is SENSE, that's C-E-N-S-E, and they were going to constantly be talking to each other. They were stackable sensor type of things. So they weren't just audio sensors. They were motion sensors. They were... Um, any kind of sensor, accelerometers, they could just they just wanted to know where everything is. In Europe, they're very, very publicly have put out, a, they put it out like a big game. It's sonification of you. You can go on there and look it up. They have them in, in libraries and museums. They rolled it out in, in uh, street fairs, at farmers' uh, markets, where people can get in front of this sonification machine or whatever apparatus and they put sound to it but it's inaudible really it really is inaudible they put sound into it and if you search it and look it up on the internet i did send it out to the small email group list that i have if you search it and you click okay and you agree to it it'll actually sonify you while you're sitting in your living room or in your bedroom on your bed looking at your computer screen it was wild it was Sonification of you. It's constantly sending out sound waves to tell where you are and where everything is. So hard material would send back a certain uh, type of frequency to them. A soft material would send a different type of uh, signal back. You go to the MIT website, they'll show you that they can pick up with no antenna in a baby's crib on the other side of a wall, they'll pick up the baby, a three-month-old baby, shallow breath. Now, when I had my little children back 
you know, 40 years ago or more, um, I had to go up there and to see whether they were breathing because there was, you know, SIDS and all that kind. You can't tell if a baby's breathing. They can pick that up through a wall without an antenna, without any device on the other side, no baby monitor. They can pick up their little heartbeat, their shallow little heartbeat and their breath, and they monitored it 99% correctly. The police have through-wall, see-through-wall. One product is called Xavier, X-A-V-I-E-R. They have the 100, 400, and now they have the 800. That's made by Israel. It's an Israeli company called Cameron. The product here in the United States is similar. It's probably not the only one. It's called Range R, R R-A-N-G-E dash capital R like in Robert. They also can see through wall with Wi-Fi, with radio frequency. Now they can tell your heartbeat. That's helpful, especially in oh, Okay, uh, uh, May I ask? May I ask, please? Uh, Helena, what what can all... people, please? What can people do about this? What can be done to stop? The them? only thing, if you go, if you go to that website, the rf-mw for microwave dot org. It will tell you, and I'm ready to send some things out. I'm copying out the whole table of contents, and I'm making my own personal notes in red that I usually do, and that's just me reading, so I make notes for myself. But I do mm-hmm. share it with everybody that's on my email list. And okay. it, Have you ever been a guest on FFCHS, Helena? You know, a long time ago, Derek had me on when John Wojciechowski didn't show up one day to talk about shielding. Okay. But Maybe anyway, Shelley would uh, make that offer to you. I think you have a... Uh, excellent knowledge of that, and I think we'd like to, uh, to hear more about this. So thick and thick. Uh, okay, as far as um, the range R, is that an on-contact item? No, it is or? not. See-through wall. Okay, no, you don't so have to put it up against the wall anymore. No. Yeah. The, do you know the distance of the of the farthest one? But look it up, Corey. Range R. Oh, by the way, it's made by L, as in Larry, number three. L as in Larry, number three. Yep. Thank you. Um, Helena, I have a, a question. Sure. Um, I've got to close the door here. Um, I have been getting um, attack in the eyes. I know. Um, I know. I too. They're blinding me. The only thing that I that works is 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 on eBay used. It's relatively inexpensive. One I paid, I don't know, it was like $15. I saw one that was similar to the one I bought was um, $7 the other day, and it's this ballistic uh, military-issued goggles. And the goggle has to fit, because I've bought other goggles before, for laser, for ballistic, everything, and you really have to have the foam tight-fitting up against your skin. And you have sort of like a bra strap, type of a um, thing secure or thing that secures in the back of your head and you could pull it real tight Um, and if you don't have a tight I could still feel the itching you rub your eyes and I you don't I don't feel pain I can feel the waves coming through and um, I I think the foam is wearing away I'd have to get another one yeah I bought two already and I 
reason I bought the second one, because the second one's still ballistic, but it was rated for certain type of lasers, but it's not laser. Laser can't come through your walls. But the reason I know that it works is because the first time I put it on, I was sitting here reading, and all of a sudden I'm rubbing my eyes because that's what you normally do, and then I realized I'm rubbing my eyes. And I said, Mm. you know, you just got that package in the mail. Go get it. Stick it on your face. I look like Magoo with it, real sexy. Mm. Um, you, can, you can hardly see out of it because of the lens. It, it has brown lens on it, and it has a green lens. If you go to eBay, they have them a lot. Don't get anything that is not tight-fitting to your face. Don't get those red, yellow, whatevers. They're, they're called goggles. They're not goggles. This has to be tight-fitting to your face. Anyway, the first time I put it on, all of a sudden my forehead started itching and my nose started itching, and I said, bingo. The, the frequency, I was able to avert the frequency, push it away from my eyes, which are precious. You want to scratch my forehead, you want to scratch my nose, of course you start sneezing uncontrollably, which is this radio frequency. All of this is radio frequency. Nothing else goes through walls. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Not magnetic field, not electricity. It's radio frequency. They can see you. They so, know see where you're so- at. And they can target it directly. They don't have if to get. If you put a television on at night just for sound, and you don't look at it, or you put a radio on your 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 your. I put a loud. I make so much racket in my house it rattles the hundred year old plaster off my walls. Practically, it doesn't, but I mean, it really rattles everything. It really rocks and rolls even my bed springs, because that's the only thing. And you ask me, what can you do about it? Only thing so far, with as much knowledge as I've garnered and gained, the only thing you can do to protect yourself from this really intrusive, piercing, uh, ablating, meaning killing tissue. I know. And 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 swelling your mouth with cavitation, which is like you sticking my head into a microwave oven. Um, so when your head hurts, they're pulsating your brain inside of your head. Your brain bruises. I also realized it's also swelling, so I need a surgeon here to cut two-by-two-inch gap square hole into my skull bone to let my brain expand. And then when the swelling goes back down, you put the little plug back in. Otherwise, if the brain is pushing on the inside of your skull bone, and everybody who's on this call should realize that headache is that, that the pressure up against your skull bone, they are frying your brain It's pushing up against your skull bone, giving you that dull pain. Now, sometimes it's a shot-through-the-head type of pain because I do keep a diary. Their ass is grass as far as I'm concerned. Right now I'm starting to lisp because they're swelling my tongue and I'm biting on my tongue. Um, Selena, Selena, um, in in, um, the hospitals, when someone comes in with swelling of the brain, we usually put them on steroids, IV. But a good substitute for that, uh, since you're not in a coma, would be any other kind of non-steroidal anti-inflammatory if you can manage it. It would mean aspirin, right? Well, uh, aspirin, aspirin, or you can put ice on your head. That's a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory as well. Those 12 by 12 ice packs I mentioned, it'll fit nicely over your head and it's yeah, still... It, oh. Well, I'll, I, I, I'll do the, if you want to give out to everybody, maybe you can put it in the chat room, the um, the gel pack cryo, to freeze. It's called cryo-max, cryo as in and max as in maximum. Okay, well, I know. I thought someone else was interrupting you, so I couldn't start all over That's again okay. for everybody. I just wanted to get that out there. It really does help the, the 
Brain yeah, game. I know. I bought I other gel packs in the work. And... Go ahead. Uh, Helena, was your uh, area code 432? I'm finish the gel pack. That... Jeez, one person at a time. Okay, so... Um... Can Karen finish what she was talking about? And then, um, first, can you answer Keith the area code, please, Helena? You wanted your area code. You have me muted. So I was just getting um, order. So um, can you, um, Keith asked you a question, and I wanted to get back to Karen with her information too. Okay, so. Um, hey, you had me muted, Shelley. I couldn't talk. Sorry. Okay. It's for it's, I I. I was inviting that guy in Massachusetts to give me a call. It's 412-782-4441. And, Karen, some, a lot of people really would like to know about that um, gel pack, please. Yeah, it's good for multiple reasons. It chills the tissue down to the bone, and that's really essential in changing the targeting and changing the signal and changing the output of the energy of your own tissue to help change the targeting and it also helps relieve swelling and or tissue damage. And the sooner you put it on after being burned or cut or whatever, the better because the less tissue damage you'll have. That's and like good. I say, it also contains the targeting. If you leave it on and if you keep putting it on as long as you can possibly stand it and chilling the tissue as much as you possibly can, it will help and you just keep doing it until it stops. I I have a couple of them but um some of what was going on, it made me drop them, and I can't, you know, I'm not able to, I have to, I'll have to get it together enough to search for them, you know. Well, they they come with a um, covering. I don't use the cover because it's not cold enough with a cover on it, but the cover has Velcro straps. So you can actually put the cover on and wrap the whole thing around your knee or around your neck or whatever, your arm, your elbow. Yeah. Your wrist. Yeah, or put it on your arm lengthwise. Put it on your leg lengthwise, whatever you need to block it to make the tissue cold. Yeah, yeah. I I I have a couple. They're not Velcro, but they're at home. But I can't I can't look right now without. Yeah, the regular ice packs don't work. The ones that are filled that are um, non-see-through, they don't work. They just don't get cold enough to chill the tissue deep enough to make yeah. any difference whatsoever, and whatever's in them doesn't block anything. But for some reason, the Cryomax, um, I don't know what's in it, it's see-through, and I don't know why it helps, but it does. And it's the chilling effect as well as it blocks a little bit too, so I'd recommend trying it. And also just your head, like Helena, the coldness, the 12 by 12, it's expensive, 50 bucks. But it's well, you know, my, my brain is worth 50 bucks at this moment in time. I can oh, I can either. I don't. Yeah, it, it helped my hair from falling out. My hair kept. Oh my God. Oh. Uh, Karen, talk about the the um, the anesthesia uh, type of like a calamine lotion. And I did find my Benadryl uh, gel, and that does help with the itching, the maddening itching. Because what I find is anytime I scratch myself and you break the skin, or let's say you are peeling potatoes and you nick skin, that wound. So heaven forbid if you go and have a real operation with a four-inch scar, um, that wound will attract this radio frequency for some reason. I find I know it. it. Helena, I have the exact same thing. And um, I actually did get it to stop itching today. And this is going to sound weird to you no. and fake and weird. I have, but it is frequency-related. I noticed when the 
frequencies go up, I get agitated and everything starts itching. So I use my brain to fight back. I use that meditation thing and I created my own little shield, my own little aura. And uh, I haven't had any itching since all day. That doesn't seem to work with me. I mean, I can't. I know. I know. It doesn't always work. I don't know why sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I agree. Well, so for everybody else, though, this extra strength Brenadryl I'm holding it in my hand, it's stopping. You can't put it inside your eyeball, obviously, and you can't no. on your vaginal area, obviously, but you can put it on your feet or if you all of a sudden notice that you're, you know, scratching your shin or something like that and then you realize it's itching more and more and you certainly haven't walked through a patch of poison ivy so then you realize oh it's this radio frequency oh my god you know and then you can put the benadryl gel on it which will anesthetize it and and calamine lotion works the same way and i don't know if you know any other ones karen yeah calamine lotion works good in any kind of um coating of a thick moisturizer that kind of leaves a nice thick coat seems to help me a lot. Sometimes I put the coating on first and then the calamine lotion second. That works good. Calamine lotion, then the thick lotion, and then calamine lotion on top of that, whatever it takes, you know. Yeah. And then some kind of covering over that, you know. Um, the argon mesh works real well for me. It seems to block a lot of stuff, including the low frequency, believe it or not, a little bit, or quite a bit, actually, more than anything else I tried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this just deadens the skin where they're hurting you with the with the radio frequency directed energy. It's well, still hitting you. Actually, change your it actually changes your neuron response time because it slows everything down. It's like cryotherapy; it slows down the response of all the cells. Your electromagnetic signal changes as a consequence. Well, there is. There's the medical That's my person. point. It can help change the targeting if you leave the darn ice on long enough and you keep it in the tissue cold enough. It can change it. You just keep keep at it wherever mm-hmm. they're hitting. Just ice it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but everybody gets hit differently. So I'm just talking about being the burning and the the mm-hmm. aches and pains and the my kind of stuff. I don't know what everybody else has something different. So it may not work for you, but it really works good for me. I thought yeah. I'd share that. Thank you. I'm sure everybody appreciates it. Thanks, Shelley. I'm going to mute myself. Yeah, thank you. How many people have tried the uh, meditation stuff yet? Bio, we'll call it biofeedback. Well, sort of. Sure. Uh, to, to the extent that I can, but if something is hurting so much that... Oh, I, I I may have several days ago, but Right now, I'm I'm not able to do much well, of anything. I have to say, I've tried some of the binary beats, and yeah, yeah, that worked uh, well. Well, I've, I I've, I didn't want to change your subject, but uh, they just unmuted me again, and I had unmuted myself through. But um, I wanted to say, have you all ever seen anyone, uh, particularly a, a black guy, wearing a long coat, a jacket that has mirrors? mirrors posted all over it, uh, taped or pinned all over it. Inside or outside of the of the the coat? Outside. It's like well, a like, mir- mirrors how, how, like how like can mirrors. You know about street theater. Street theater or something. That would, I, would I saw that in a store one night and I don't know if it was something to help him or something I would I know mirrors can reflect. He would attract mm-hmm. security immediately. Well, he came in that dollar store and they let him in. He 
came on the road near me, not not directly by me, but near me. And um, this was at the beginning when I started learning what the targeting was about in the FFCHS. And for some reason, it just came popped in my mind when you guys were talking about trying to cover the itching, because I have had this dream itching before, too. still have scars on my legs from it. And I was wondering, I said, well, he had those mirrors. He had mirrors like like the kind of mirrors you have on your uh, car, like the rearview mirror. He had round mirrors on everything, all, all his whole coat, front, back, the sleeves, just whole, the whole thing mirrored with various little mirrors. And I'm like, I thought it weird. And the lady who I was with at the time, she looked too. She said, I've seen him before too. You know, I don't recognize the person, but well, I would think the, if it was something that worked, they wouldn't bring it out in the public. You know. Oh, okay. Well, so he might have been you a person. You know what I mean? I mean. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, okay. He could have been. A, he could have been a legitimate uh, target, and you know, felt like that they were attacking him with directed energy weapons, and you Maybe, know, I don't know. It's possible. Because this one makes people homeless too. You know, some people are homeless. If you, well, but if you think about it, it's why I was mentioning it. it's a lot of technologies. Look into the laser hair removal because that uses a combination of light and frequency. And the mirrors, I'm picking up a, a, a large charge off of the mirrors. You think about it, the back of it is like a mylar. And oh. it seems like they always do the uh, the vocals off of off the mirror. Like they usually do the vibrations to the gut. You have cars, you know, you have mirrors in your car. Yeah, it's basically they're using like a combination of light and frequency. You know, it's it's the light coming from the electric. That's why broadband power line communication, they can project frequencies to the electric. They they can do magnetic fields with the electric. Well, I didn't know. I said, well, maybe. I said, maybe he's wearing all that to reflect something from hitting him, you know. Because sometimes I get hit on my backside so much when I sit down and on my feminine area that I just have to put a mirror. <laughs> well, that's, crazy. that's the thing. You would need, like, mirrors all over. If you think about it also, like, this, there's yeah. a, a solar pa- uh, power, like, power plant where they have a bunch of mirrors reflected to a tower to basically reflect the, the radiation from the sunlight. Oh. And they focus that light towards the tower and it produces electricity. Basically, that's what they're doing with the mirrors to us. Like the mirrors in your house, you usually have one in the bathroom. Whenever I wash mm-hmm. my hands, they usually hit me. And you usually uh-huh. have the light right above there. Yeah, so those lights burned me so light. much, I had to take those lights out. Up in my bathroom, I had four of those little lights, well, those big fat they not not the mercury type lights, but the right, big fat right. lights. I had to take them out because they would be burning me so badly. I got out the tub. And I'm like, ooh, I'm sweating more than when I got in there. And then I put I replaced them with some little tiny tiny baby lights. Yeah. And for some That's reason that they were using <laughs> them, but not as much. So now I only turn two of them on at a time. Can <laughs> we could somebody rig up like a, a series of antennas? To absorb some, if it's some of its radio frequency, can't we get like a something where we're actually taking the signal on purpose and trying to absorb that signal into the antenna to reduce the uh, effect hitting us? 
exactly you do that experiment. What? You can get a Yagi antenna that will cover quite a range, and it's mounted flat on a PC board. So you could even put it in a hat, and the experiment will be to run coax wire down your body out of your hat and hook it to a, a ground strap to your shoe to the earth to bleed it off. Because I did notice readings on just regular, you know, on-the-roof type house antennas and through old cable TV lines that aren't hooked up or being used. So anything you can get to ground and don't use an anti-static strap. It's not conductive enough to bleed off. But it, it is worth uh, anybody who wants to help with all these experiments, because, you know, it's all money and time, to uh, get the... the blow. Is that well, the question is... Huh? The question Neil? is cost. In other words, yeah. if something was, you know, 100, 200... I mean, if I knew for sure 100% that it would work, I would spend a whole bunch of money. But if I thought it was an experiment, then I'd only spend. So if it's like 200 bucks and it'll well, kind of work, I'll get it right now. Here's the thing. For anybody who is curious enough to consider this approach, to get the frequency list, either off of FFCHS or off of CFI Enterprises that I put together and look on there what's in Bluetooth range, Zigbee, Wi-Fi, the 928 megahertz uh, smart meters, all these ranges. If we came up with antennas, it's $85 for one that is like an aftermarket. It's called a Yagi, a uh, Y-A-G-I antenna that it's in a triangular shape, so it covers quite a big range for $85. Uh, I won't say a lot more because mm -hmm. it's just people put out a little money. And the, the experiments with the Boeing engineer who does the thought shield helmets at stopabductions.com their experiments with people that were having buzzing that were wearing 12-layer Velostat hats, that they had to ground those hats in two places. So they put a ground on each side, uh, which you could just use a 10-unit stick-on pad because it's conductive carbon, and it would stick right on the Velostat or Linkstat. Um, but the problem was he said you couldn't use bare wire going to a, a separate ground rod outside, uh, which is better than hooking up to your house power's ground because there's low frequencies coming through those, um, that they used insulated wire. So I used battery cable that was insulated about the size of your pinky and still get readings off of it. I haven't pulled out the spectrum analyzer to get the specific readings if they're in the range of the analyzer I have, but uh, I did an experiment using cable TV coax wire, which is called RG cable. Uh, and the coax is like a braided metal wire shield around a piece of Teflon, which is a great shield. And then the little center copper wire is protected from noise. And when I used that hooked to a ground rod, hooked to my bed, uh, the, the noise from an inductive amplifier to test the field dropped significantly. 
lot more, uh, but anybody who's curious about doing these kind of things, please go get that frequency list uh, either over at the Freedom site or at CFI Enterprises. And there's a detection equipment list there. If you look up the any of the core net model uh, detection devices, you'll find a Cornet aftermarket Yagi antenna. And they have a kit with three different antennas. You don't really need the other two. You could just order that one that's like 400 megahertz to, I don't remember the ceiling of its range, but we're looking at the 400 to 470 megahertz for the medical body area network implants. And that, we're just going to have to do these experiments and see how much we can isolate out different frequencies by attracting it, like Corey said, with an <coughs> antenna, and then bleeding it off. Oh, oh. Hey, is uh, that Helen lady still on the call? What's that? Helen, the lady that was talking about the uh, RF frequency, that was, uh, is she still there? Helen? Helena. Alina, is she still there on the call? I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got. I get. Uh, you send me all your emails, and you write on the money with everything you say. And I got <laughs> you on my email list. I don't even know who I send to. <laughs> well, you send to me. I appreciate it. You send me some I good information. I wish I could get the email. I'll send it to you if you give me your email address. Thanks, Wes. Yeah, I live not too far from Georgia Tech now. I'm about ready to go to Georgia Tech and. Uh, start uh protesting i tell you the truth but uh i just want to let everybody know uh i bought that uh that emf uh transmitter what uh dr hall was talking about last week right go so on. i bought go yeah that's, <laughs> I, i'm I, praying oh heavenly father help us all are you talking about the schumann resonator you were talking about yeah, I bought me one. I got one. And see, the way it worked, that place is not too far from where I live. So I ordered it and it came, it came to my house the next day. So I've been, uh, got it plugged in. And uh, they got two or three of them. They even got uh, scalar machines. They got, if y'all go to that website, man, they got everything that huh. that, that we're talking about is cheap. The cheapest one is $99. And it goes all the way up to the scalar machines, up to three or four thousand dollars. But uh, so I bought one and uh, been feeling a lot better. The one, but you bought the one that you bought the one that's a hundred and fifty dollars, right? Can you yeah. tell us one more time the website? I had it up on my Windows, and my uh, all my Windows crashed down, and I had to. Uh, I lost the site. It's Kelly Research Technologies. Kenny. Kelly, 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 K-E-L-L-Y, Kelly Research Technologies. Okay. And they got, the machines are called a Moodomatic. They got one for, uh... Yeah, I tried, I had it up there. Moodomatic? Yes. And it's 149, was it? Yeah, they got two or three of them. They got one for, uh, that'll help to clear your thoughts out, and they got one that if you've got problems with going to sleep, that's putting out 4.3 hertz. So if you need to go get some sleep, you can get that one. But I didn't get that one. I, the one I got is a 7.83 hertz. And uh, I've been feeling clear. Yeah, I mean, it, it helped me out. So uh, 
Uh, I'll let y'all know later on next week or something uh, if I feel better or whatever. But I've been feeling a lot better. Good. I only had it in like three days. So. What, what was the, could you? What was the one for sleep? Because boy, I'm having trouble with sleep. What, what the hertz? What hertz was that? Four point three hertz. Thank you. Four point is that four point three or forty three? Four point three hertz. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank and you. And they got yeah. you got the portable ones for ninety nine dollars, and you got the okay. uh, the next size up for uh one forty nine hundred forty nine dollars. <laughs> but uh, wow. it, 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 it's working for me. It's working for me. So wow. uh. I just had to share it with y'all. So thank you, Wesley. Thanks, Wesley. Um, on that website, the rf dot org, there are hidden shielding techniques in there. They call it because remember, Israel's trying to protect itself, so they're building all this stuff, and it says interference. Well, interference is shielding. Period. It is identity yeah. shielding. Yeah. There are three or four pages of it toward like three quarters of the way through I call it a book because it's a book let me tell you it's a book it's a big book <laughs> um, so it, it, it and I'll send it out if you're on my email list you'll get it and I've already put a little red little notes beside it for myself so I'll send it along with my notes um, it, there's shielding in there it says because they're talking to engineers to say how to develop their products to protect their country and to watch everybody, by the way, because they watch everybody, by the way, they do. Uh, no other place more so than in Israel and probably England. Um, I don't know what we're doing here. We don't hear the news here in the United States of how closely monitored we are. I think that just because we don't read it in the newspaper, I think we're up there right with their level, either UK or Israel. But there's a lot of shielding techniques inside there that are really glaring. You you don't have to pick through them. It's right there. Called so that's the one that says uh, tutorial for electronic warfare, RF, and microwave. That's the one you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. It, it's, okay. And it, the, the last part of that sentence, they have comma EW. Well, EW is electronic warfare, and yeah. they don't quite say the words. But mm-hmm. Look on there also, they talk about the personal area networks. They have a network analyzer, and they compare network analyzers with a personal, with a spectrum analyzer and what the difference is. This book is golden. I mean, it tells you what the difference between the two uh, frequency analyzers are. There is a personal, and by the way, the linear, nonlinear junction detector we were talking about a year ago, it's in here. It's in that book. It, I call it a book. It's a tutorial. Okay, so it's in there. It, it's it's in there. In near field communication, it's in there. It's in there. It just explains whatever we can read. Some of the stuff doesn't come up on my screen. I don't know if they want me to pay for the course. They say it's free. So they have a phone number. Guess where I'm going to call? They there. It's some of it's in Hebrew. I downloaded the Hebrew. I guess I have to talk to my ex-husband. I have to break down and talk to my ex-husband. I guess. And ask him to read it for me, because I speak a little Yiddish, but not too much Hebrew, and I can't read it. Um, they have funny marks for letters. So, it, I mean, there's 
I just I was scared when I found it at five six o'clock in the morning that they were going to take the site down. I really thought I was hacking into something. It's just golden, golden. Yeah, I appreciate that. You're right. It is a lot, man. You're right. I, you you doing some good work. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You doing some good good work. You're yes. welcome. Yeah. Can you um, get a translator? Can you get a translator to translate the Hebrew? Oh jeez. Talk to my ex-husband for you, Neil, okay? Well, I think Google has a translator, and you put the pages on that and then hit English, and it'll turn it into English. One and Google has a translator, but I don't know. Sometimes when I put Hungarian in there and I speak Hungarian, it doesn't come out quite logical. So we'll see. But you can translate and put it up for everybody to see. Okay. Then Would I read the to... phone number for uh, Kelly Research Technology so that anybody who wants to order it, you can't order it on the website, according to Wesley. So here's the number. It's in Lakemont, Georgia. It's 706. Really, boys? 782. Okay. Okay. 782-2524, and the one he has is the $150 one. Okay, thank you, Corey. Also, while I have you on the phone in about a half hour, in about a half hour, the, close, the call is going to close, and Linda's phone is not working properly. No, it's not. So, it's just, can you hear me now? Yeah. 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 Oh, good, because it keeps you know. cutting out. It keeps cutting in. It cuts out. I can't hear anything for ever, and then it just cuts back. You guys, my phone has is, is, is been messing up a lot lately, and I'm sorry. But I, I, I won't be able to hear the call if I well, have a call. That won't work. I'll I can hear me. I can't hear you now. I don't know if you can hear me. Um, my phone just keeps cutting up. This is ridiculous. Well, I'll have a anyway. call. So it'll be at 132349. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I can hear you again. Anyway, um, it just keeps cutting out on me, you guys. I'm really sorry. We understand. Okay, so next week we'll But I have a new down. phone coming this week. <laughs> so. Yes, so I'll see you next week. started up her own call. <laughs> Yay. Yay. is open at 132349 for after hours uh, fellowshipping and, and networking and things like that. So. Okay. okay. Okay, resume. Thank you. Sorry, you guys. I really am sorry. Well, then you, but you'll have a good call with Corey. Thanks, Linda. If you can hear me. I don't Linda, what? Oh, that's right. You can't come to my call because you can't. You I can't talk. hear. I can't hear half the time. It just keeps cutting out. Can you hear me now? You're you're cut off again. This is crazy. Um, I'd like to get on Helena's mailing list. I who who would I write to to um give my information? I don't want to do it um on. Well, you on don't need her. to write to anybody. You can give it me your email address, and I'll put you on the list. Well, I'm a little reluctant to do that because of the the things that are going on. I mean, to do it over here, over this line. Okay, so what you want me to do, give you my information? Is that what you want me to do? Well. I mean, I'm supposed to be exposed and you're not? I mean, I no, no, quite <laughs> contrarily, no. I would have to go through. Um, uh, send an, an email. Send an email to Electric Rose 22. I'm not getting it. Buddy, I'm not getting. No, you you want your stuff. You want me to send you stuff? <laughs> well, never mind then. It's all right. I mean, if other, how did other people get on it? 
if I may ask. You, you just you can send. Look, um, uh, we did this last night. We've been I've been doing this for people that want to reach out. Uh, you can email, uh, you, you know, um, my apricot Sundays and just put, hey, I would like Helena's email address, and I'll and I'll shoot you an email back real quick. Apricot Sundays. My apricot Sundays. My and apricot Sundays at gmail dot com. I okay. can hear you, so maybe you can hear me. I'm not sure. But odds are, hon, they know where you are anyway. They know your email. They know your phone number. You know, I used to get nervous about giving out my information, too. And it's like, oh, yay, let some troops still be here. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, they know who we are. Now I'm out again. So y'all feel stronger now. We, I'm going to need all y'all. We're going to go to Georgia Tech and uh, start protesting them, man. That's not too far from around my house. So I'm quite sure I'm using, using me as a crash test dummy. I'm quite sure. Because okay. I live close to Georgia Tech. What about while you're out there? You can Feel the rainbow. Rainbow coming. And I, uh, Elaine, I'd like to give you my email address if, you, uh, if you're there. It's uh, E-L-I-J. A H seventeen fifty seven at yahoo dot com. Elijah seventeen fifty seven at yahoo dot com. Thank you. If you can send me that information. Okay, I have an idea that I think that we should all implement in the uh, targeted community. I think we should put a get together a one case. Not what one person gets, but what the collective group gets. And we should put things like, and a good example to prove that this is going on, for instance, that whoever told us about that Georgia Tech class is proving that they're, they're, taking, they're teaching electronic warfare. So I would put that in my, you know, like in my case file so that any, any targeted individual that already had all their information that in addition to what they have could go to SFCHS and say, okay, this is what I've got. Now what do you have to help me with my case? And they'll pull out, okay, we've got this file, this file, and this file. And I would include, you know, like these books with Dr. Duncan, with the um, uh, John Hall, and these type of things. Um, Levi's work, you know, all this different stuff. I would even go so far as to include some of these reports and uh, with these people like Staninger and, and uh, Melinda Kidder and and pile it up. What do you guys think of that idea? Yeah, that's a good idea, man. We'd all go to Georgia well, Tech right now. already on the Freedom site, Corey. What is what you're talking about? You already have uh, files that, of uh, things that you're putting together for your case, for a case, a lawsuit. Oh, well, speaking of lawsuits, y'all, uh, y'all remember them hostages, the Iranian hostages, them 53 hostages, right? Y'all remember them, right? Well. Each one of them hostages just, just got uh, been signed an executive order. Each one of them hostages, the 53 hostages, 
just been rewarded uh, $4.5 million. So, and their children, each one of their children got $650,000. So, I mean, is that just a word for some salt, man? Just put out in the atmosphere. Are you talking about a lawsuit in this country? The, the, my, the hostages that got uh, that in the 79 with uh, Jimmy oh, Carter was running, right, right. they had the Iranian uh, hostage crisis. Right. Those 53 hostages hmm. has just been awarded, each one of them, $4.5 million hmm. for their suffering back, uh, what's that, 20 years ago, whenever that, that happened? That, that was like last week. Uh, the president signed executive order, I think, for them to get that money. So maybe if we just keep on keeping on, man, we might get our blessing. Yeah. Deep pockets. I think what the bioethics is doing, and that's uh, documented, uh, if you go in there and um, and uh, uh, sign up to make a comment on the Human Research Protections Act that they're, they're working on, uh, if you're on the mailing list for that, but let's see. I think I put a link in here. Let me see if I still have it. No. Yes. Um, read up on it. Um, so comments about the proposed changes to the federal re regulations for the protection of human subjects are due by January 6th. 2016. Uh, they have a link here to submit a comment. I'm going to post that. For additional information, see Norman Rabin's website. So, or you can um, email Kate or Carla for uh, with help with your comments. I think it's important for if people want to get on record, that's one way to do it. Kate's email is C-A-I-T-R-Y-E at gmail.com. Carlos is K-A-R-L-A-S-M-I-T-H-41 at hotmail.com. Go ahead and post the link. For the uh, to make a comment, I think that's a, a way that we can get on record is through the bioethics also. So, when does that have to be in? Yeah, hold on, let me see. I'll pull that back up. It has to be in by January sixth at uh, eleven fifty nine p.m. By mail? Do they take it only? But you have to send it by mail. Well, it's a, it is a computer link, so if you want to get more information, I'd email one of those um, people. Yeah. I could also give you Kate's or Carla's phone number if you um, send me a quick uh, email to myapricotsundays at gmail.com and just say, what's Kate or Carla's? Uh, oh, I have I have Kate's number. I don't know if I have Carla's, but um, is the Sundays, is that D-A-E-S, or is that is that how it's spelled? Yeah, I think you're already on my... Um, my apricot Sundays with an S, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. on your list too. You can send it to me too, all right? Please, I'm on your list too. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have an email list. I just, I just, I just gather them from people. Um, you know, yeah, because I've been, I've been getting your emails too, the Apricot Sunday. I appreciate yours too. Yeah, okay. thank you. Good. Okay, great. And that that uh, email link in the the link in the newsletter will take you to the notice of proposed rulemaking webpage. You can either mail it or the link there will take you to uh, you just upload your file online. But you can do it either way. Hi, is that Carla? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Carla, are you going to have a call on Tuesday? Or yes. Yes, and Norman Norman Rabin will be speaking call on Tuesday. Can you announce that well, to everybody? I don't know how many people are on the call, but it would be. I mean, I need help. Yeah, no, I really appreciate Norman, your help. Yeah, Norman done, Norman's done some great research. Yeah, every Tuesday we're having a call. There's only two Tuesdays left, so we've kind of gone discussed gone through the notice of proposed rulemaking, but Norman will kind of put it all together for us on this Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. And um, I'm sorry, I don't have the call ID, uh, but I will find that and uh, come back to the call with it. Uh, so he'll be speaking. It's a talk shoe call. Oh, and, I have um, it right here. It's, uh, it's 139... Three two three. Fabulous. That's the that's the call ID. Yeah. And um, Norman will uh, clarify everything for us. He'll discuss the most uh, serious, most impactful things that we can say in our comments. I guess the most legally consequential things would be another way to say it. And. Um, It'll be a good call Tuesday at 7:30 Eastern. Thank you. Thank you. Um, to my apricot Sundays that came back. Um, let's see. I have my apricot Sunday. Okay, hold on. I'll go in and fix it. Hang on a second. Carla, how you doing? This is Antonio, New Jersey. I just want to know if uh, Kate received that packet. It was 39 pages from Sacker. That me and Tyrone went I picked up that packet of the uh, exemptions and ex- exclusions. Um, I haven't heard her. She hasn't mentioned that to me, Antonio, so I'm not sure. Okay. I actually, I sent it to Helena and I sent Connie also, but I don't know. I was trying to send it to you guys because you, you, you two are working on that. And me and Tyrone went down there and spoke um, in September, I think it was. Yeah, that's great. I'm sorry, I don't have any information about it, Antonio. Okay. I, I think she would have mentioned it if she had. Okay, I tried to send I mean, I went to the UPS store. Their Wi-Fi went down. The Ottoman guy was there for two days, and... I think it sent it out first. I thought it was on the UPS, but then it said scanner at something, and I'm like, that's that's a great name. But I think, and then I tried to send it out like two more times after that, but it was actually the copier machine that they labeled it as scanner, and then he finally sent it to me, and I tried to send it to her. They they've been messing with my email. I haven't been able to email things out, so I don't know. I sent it to Helena and uh, and Connie, but I don't know if uh, you received it. 
Um, not that I'm aware of, and and uh, I know Kate has uh, is away at the moment, but uh, she'll let me know as soon as she does. Thank you for sending oh. it. Oh, no problem. Yes, um, I had sent the uh, my my Epicut Sundays. Must have been some little thing I did wrong. Is that all lowercase? Uh, yes. Um, so send re- send me a reminder notice because when I started first um, getting um, a lot of emails. Um, yeah, it comes to, back uh, <laughs> undeliverable. So I can go into my settings and fix that. Um, you can go. You can send it to T as in Tom, I as in Indigo. Protect, uh, protect with an S at gmail dot com. No, could you repeat that one more time? T, T as in Tom. Mm-hmm. I as in I Indigo. I as in. T as in Paul. R as in Robert. O as in Oscar. T as in Tom. He is an Echo. He is in Charlie. He is in Tom. S is in Sam. Email dot. Yeah. yeah just I'm holding a nice pack to my, my headset. Sundays with the, with your, uh, How are you spelling Sunday? Sundays with an S. Just like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Sundays, Sundays, Sundays. Are you spelling Sunday like a like a ice cream Sunday or Sunday the day? Sunday the day. Oh, okay. that's uh, the problem. Yes. yes, with an S. Okay. Oh, that's the problem. All right, then. I will just forward it. Okay. All right. All right, then. I will just forward it. If you, if you guys don't have a, like an ice pack or whatever, I advise like even like a, a a white t-shirt. Make sure it's cotton. Soak it in cold water. Wrap it on top of your head because they've been doing the heating thing with me also. I mean that's a cheaper way to do it. I mean they still you know they'll still heat up your head, but at least it cools you down. You want to keep your head cool. Yeah. And try and cover try and cover your ears. I've been covering my eyes too, and it's been helping. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah, I can't even get to my ice packs because when when something happens, like I get whatever it is you get that we get, then you know it's I I I I, I can't explain it, but I drop them or you know something happens and now I don't know where they are. Yeah, no, they yeah. do. They do the bright. Uh, you know, I put something down, and you know, a minute later, I'm looking for the same thing. It's like they do the the mind erase kind of deal. It gets kind of annoying, but you just gotta. I don't know. Yeah, I know <laughs> you do. You do, but you just gotta been... keep your head up, and you know, you know, think positive. That's the thing they want to uh, keep it down. Yeah, I was, and it it. Uh... Yeah, you do though, regardless. But um, thanks for the tip about the uh, the other alternatives. Yeah, no yeah, thanks. Yeah. And for all the V2K people, it's the spots on the side of your brain that you want to cool because they're heating your brain to be able to do the V2K is something I just read in a report. Heating your brain. 
Yeah, Neil, I think it's a combination. If you look into the laser hair removal, they're using light and frequency, and that's what they're doing with me. It's like above the two temples kind of deal, but it's right. the left and right side. That's why, you know, even cover your ears, too, with a cold wet towel and stuff like that. It helps. Yeah. Yeah. Antonio, the Yagi antenna is in this manual or book. As I call it, um, all kinds of antennas are in there. Yeah. You might um, go to the antenna section and, and see okay. the Yagi antenna. Well, that, see, that's the thing with the plasma antenna. I mean, what do you know it's about a lot of this technology that's being used against us? The LRAD, the, well, I, I think it's plasma antenna. He, he developed the, uh, the sonogram just with sound that uses ultrasound. Mm-hmm. And I sent you the patent, Helena. It's. Uh, the Sony patent in 1990, where they actually were hitting a temple with ultrasound to produce the five senses, even smell. That's why a lot of people get the chemical, but that could be from just using ultrasound to the brain to create like a smell. They, you know, it basically produces taste, touch, hear, smell, and uh, feel. And, you know, that's using ultrasound. And even now, Sony's trying to create for video games how they can create a, an invincible ball in front of you using pulsed ultrasound, and you can actually feel the ball in front of you. They did a, a YouTube video where the guy's reaching out, and he can feel like a baseball in front of you. They're trying to make, like, virtual reality, uh, you know, video games with this technology. And that seems like the virtual touch thing that they're doing to everybody. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about it that way. I really thought they were moving air because they make noises. People talk about there's someone in my attic and things like that. That's yeah, not, it's, it's can, like it's pressure. Called, it's called, yes. heard it called on this call called poppers, and actually that uh, Officer Benjamin Straw came out one day um, telling me that my, I left my door open for 24 hours on my car, which was stupid and it was impossible. He just came over on that pretext. But someone set off these poppers, and he was quite shocked by it. It always shocks me, even though I know it's just rapid expansion of air. And yeah. so it's it's radio frequency acoustics. I don't care what it is. It does make yeah. nothing it's is off of the yeah. shelf yet, but they do it inside my house. Um, yeah. and, and that's all that is. It's just to scare the weejeebies out of you, which it does for me. It really does, even though I know what it is. Um, yeah, yeah, they do it all over the house too. Yeah, it's it's basically it's focused uh, sound waves. Yeah, they, they basically yeah, and it makes a pinging noise or, mm-hmm. you know, they've made like it sounds like there's an animal on the wall scratching. They've made uh, yeah. you know, when I'm in the shower, it sounds like there's somebody walking upstairs. It's all to basically put you in fear, and that's the thing. A lot of this is the technology doing it to a lot of people and. Mm-hmm. You know, they just want to try and scare you, and they want to make, you know, they they just want to... It drives people crazy because they don't know that it's it's caused, yeah. and then they yeah. go into the attic and search and look and complain yeah. and cry That's, and wail and everything else, and I know there's, you know, something up in my attic. There isn't. It's remotely caused, and they're laughing their bellies off, you know? Yeah, it's, they're basically screwing with our lives here. I mean, I don't want to be swearing or whatever, but that's the thing. They want to make, they almost want to make you like a paranoid schizophrenic with this technology. And, you know, that's the thing. It's like I try, I try to tell people you got to, 
they're, they're basically they're doing they're screwing with your mind. A lot of deception, and that's if you think about it, war. This is like a perfect war arsenal that they're using against us. Well, their timeline has run out with me. They've left too many yeah. marks, not just physical marks on my body, but they pretty much buried themselves with real black and white uh, documentation for overcharging me with yeah. my patients and other harassments. Well, um, he was a witness to that yeah. and yeah. asked me, do you know where it's coming from? And I found that odd. Um, I said no, uh, but he didn't say, oh, what is that? He didn't say that. And he's the one that was Benjamin Straw was military police. I have his military record. So he was MP. He was a military policeman. Now he's working for this borough. He was a detective before. So (laughs) there you go. That packet that you found, that's factual evidence. That's perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, that's. That yeah. that says that the technology is out there. You know, they're teaching the courses, you know, the DPS, the WSPIAC, mm-hmm. but now Georgia Tech has it open to the public. Mm-hmm. You know, these weapons are out there. Even when me and Tyrone went to Virginia, they know this technology is out there. Mm-hmm. But the one guy told us he doesn't want his enemies to know how to de- uh, defend against it. And that guy worked for the Army Research Laboratory. Mm-hmm. Hey, Antonio. Antonio, you hear me? Yeah. Well, so uh, so we we know it's coming from Georgia Tech. So you tell Tyrone, y'all want to come here? I live not too far from Georgia Tech. I got a, a three bedroom house. So when y'all get ready, we the march on Georgia Tech. Hey, yeah, y'all know where to come, man. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm I'm a little bit short on funds now, but I want to get down there because they're teaching this to the to, you know they're teaching this to the public, and you should even tell them your story there and be like, listen. You know, we need your help. You guys are, you know, know this technology and, and know how to track it down, and, and we need your help. We don't have the funding to do this. Yeah, because, like, a couple of years ago, I did some work at Georgia Tech, man. We was putting some wire for the engineering school, man. I probably, you know, uh, like Robert Duckin, ended up helping to wire this stuff up. Didn't even know it, man. Yeah, yeah. That was, like, two years ago. Yeah, they you know they they're just messing with people's lives. Like I said, they, my neighbor committed suicide over this stuff, and it's like they're just they're they're messing with innocent people, and and this has got to stop. Well, that, that's what we gonna do, man. We here to warn the people, man. That's what I, I do, man. Anybody I know that's that's having these symptoms that we have, we know the information now, man. It's not no dog on illusion no more, man. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, keep us updated about the Georgia Tech. That that would be uh, something that um, we need to you know get other people involved with. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, because like I said, that's less than twenty minutes away from my house. Yeah, Wesley. Yeah. So what now? Do you have a date in mind? No, I'm just letting all the information uh uh work itself out. That's what, uh, if I keep getting this information that uh that I'm getting and uh it's soon it's gonna be soon very soon if they always uh if they keep messing with people and flipping people out, man, it might be sooner than I than we think. <laughs> I got you. Isn't aren't they having a um, some kind of a, a seminar down there or something, or, or did they, is that where they have classes to teach this technology? Or 
Or, uh, yeah, it's, it's an engineering school, right? They got yeah. le- a school of electrical engineering and all sciences and all this, right? Georgia Institute of Technology. What they have, um, Shelley, is a course is about ten of them, if I remember, plus or minus a couple, on on radio frequency and how you electronic warfare. It's radio frequency directed energy. They spell it right out. It's really amazing. It's, I sent it to you unless it got buried someplace. For literature, for sure. But I think the loophole they're using is saying it's good for medical research. See, that's the no, loophole no, no. they're using. No, no, it says radio frequency warfare. It says it. Right, right. I saw that part too. But if you read a little bit further, they got something that can tell you what your blood, your your blood uh, circulating, and they can put it in your body and and, and see how your blood circulating. And you said earlier how they can monitor somebody's heart. See, they, it, it, stuff can be used for good and bad. See. Well, that, well, the reason they want to know that is if, let's say, you know, they go to Ferguson, Missouri, and they have someone inside a house who, with a standoff, and if they got him, you know, killed him, in other words, let's use plain English, then they won't see him breathe. If you can tell a three-month-old baby through a wall, construction material, whether that shallow breath, they can get it 99% correctly, well, if there's no breathing inside of a big man, then they know that they got the person and it's safe to go inside. So, and this has not the the, the only thing that went to the uh, superior, Supreme Court was the Kilo A Y L L O versus United States, which was thermal detection through all the FLIR cameras and the the, the thermal detection. That's and what happened with that? They said that it wasn't allowed. It was invasion of privacy. But this is sonic. This is radio frequency, and they could see your butthole. That one was just showing losses of, you know, whether you have leaky windows and other things. It wasn't as accurate as this. This is much, much more accurate. And I really don't think that tested this case. I think they're thinking we don't say anything about it because there's nothing in the, in the papers that people are going to jail because of the radio frequency evidence. One of these days it's going to come out like the stingray came out. It came out during a court case, and so did the thermal imaging come out in a court case and traveled up to the um, Supreme Court. This has not come out openly talked about in newspapers that they're using this, so it hasn't been tested. It probably will be still under that same umbrella, but they're not ta- we're the only ones talking about it. In other words, no one's putting it into the papers. And, you know, what I would do, if anybody, I don't do social media, but someone should start a Twitter feed or something, whatever you all do, and put in rf-mw.org and send it around 50 times around the world. However you do that, I don't know how you propagate that. Put it on your, you know, Facebook sites and just keep sending it and sending it. Just tweet it out and see if it will grow. I mean, this is electronic warfare and put in the website, www.rf-mw.org, and find attraction we can get. And if you know anybody in, in the news media, I don't, um, see if if we can get it, get them excited about it. Telling them yeah, you're right. So I guess another, I got a T.I. friend of mine that stay on Facebook posting articles like that. 
And that's what he's been doing, me and him. Every time he posts something, I repost it. And, uh, well, so I don't that, have that, social websites. So. But I, I remember a couple of years ago, about almost a year ago, when some guy did something and they couldn't find him. And he was hid on the ground. And they found him. And I saw, I was reading up on that technology back then, like two years ago. Can you, uh, when you find something that's good like this, can you turn around and email it to me since you know my email address? Okay, well, it's on Facebook. But I'll see if I can do it, get it off of Facebook and send it to you, though. I'll see what I, because he, he said a lot of stuff about how they're doing, uh, uh, doing the stuff that they're taking people's souls and making it, and putting them in robots and stuff. That's what they're trying to do. This artificial intelligence synchronization. Uh, he got a lot of information on that. He just just posted on Facebook. I see it and I just repost it. But I see uh-huh. if I can do anything, something good like that. I see if I can, uh, what you call that, copy and paste. Why do you do that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you can do with Facebook. Um, I don't know. I, like I don't know. Oh, I, I would like to ask if anyone has, has experienced where you are usually you're in an open area when it happens and it can happen at home um and it's you get like a it's almost as if someone is is pushing you or touching you on some you know on your shoulder or on your hand and you know that's not what it is but it's it's like this uh you know, it's not healthy, that's for sure. And uh, Yeah, I, I used to get that uh, when I first started in this program like, three years ago. It felt like something was poking me in my back, like they got a finger or something in my back. I, I used to get that a couple of years ago. Well, I'll tell you, I call it criminal offense. I don't call it a, it's not a program as far as I'm concerned. It's, you know, it's a criminal, you know. Like everybody says, it's all just sound and light, man. That's all it is, sound and light trying to scare people, man. Yeah, well, it can also damage your tissue, uh, you know, and, and possibly irreparably if we don't take our measures to, um, you know, protect ourselves. Like that ablation, that's for real. That's for real. You know. Well, hey, everybody, Happy New Year. Thank you for um, joining the call. Thank you for your activism. Thanks for your research. Thanks for everything. Uh, and uh, again, happy New Year. Let's bring in the New Year with a with a bang, and let's get this uh, stuff turned off. And, and thank you again, everybody. So the call is going to end in I don't know about five minutes. So I just wanted to say thank you, to everybody. Well, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Happy New Year. Next year we're gonna be ready to roll, man. We're gonna we're gonna do something get out in the real world and start waking people up. Get her done. Um, on eBay, is there are there any cold packs that are one can buy? Are you going to extend the call, Shelley? Pardon? Are you going to extend the time on the call? No, Corey's going to open up. Linda was going to open up another additional call. Excuse me, everyone, but her phone is acting up. So. Um, oh, Corey, was can we give that Corey's number or not? Uh-huh. 
Yeah, it'll be interesting how, um, because there's a lot of this stuff uh, coming out, especially immunizations and the smart meters, um, the technology malicious. And uh, earlier uh, we had a gal on um, talking about activism. Um, you know, some ways maybe we can consider um, uh, getting petitions, uh, you know, making uh, or, or addressing uh, public and safety health, um, you know, administration or health and our health department. Uh, for not protecting um, citizens or educating citizens about the harmful side effects of, uh, of, the, of the technology of radiation, of magnetic um, strike frequencies that are you know, very dangerous and, um, and that ties into our issues. And I, I really see it coming to the forefront. Good work, everybody, and let's keep it going. Yeah. All right. Hi, Elvira. I just saw your hand. That flat line. Huh? Hello? Hello? Sorry about that. I had myself on mute and didn't realize it. 